22 pages later with your hosts, The Cap, Mike the Finance Guy, and Ralph the Tech. Fall is upon us, and Comic-Con is right around the corner. I just had to open with that. Welcome, everyone, to New York's Realist Geek Podcast. Meanwhile, 22 pages later, episode 67. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap, and joining me, as always, is the co-host, who gets nauseous from bad writing, which means he must have been sick this past um, summer. MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. Well, thanks to the internet, I'm now bored with sex. Is there a place on the web that panders to my lust for violence? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. <laughs> and also joining us, uh, sitting on the other end of the table, is the king of the soundboard and the king of six claws, RT Square, Ralph the Tech. A horse walks into the bar. The bartender says, hey, buddy, why the long face? Really? That's he, the one you're going to go with? He looks at the bartender and says, my dad's alcoholism is destroying our family. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. I'm ah, yeah. pretty good. Okay, Ralph. Well, All right. Good job. Good job. All right. Um, so today... Um, it's interesting because now fall is upon us. I mean, there's a lot of things that are coming up. Does that hurt? What? Since fall is upon us, you know. Shut up! Wow, he he he, he couldn't even he couldn't wait that long to get his corniness in there. I said, okay. He said one good joke and he just had to ruin it. Luckily, he, I never produce any corny jokes. Just a lot of corn. He we, doesn't we, adjust. Well, <laughs> we need our own soundboards. <laughs> I told you guys, you know, whatever you want. We, we, no, we have nothing else. We just need a soundboard that blocks his. <laughs> <laughs> this cable's long. Anybody could take it. This cable's long. Have you ever said that before? <laughs> All the time. Uh, <laughs> you said it took a while. It took Ralph a while to figure out what the fuck I meant, huh? <laughs> cable. I always have a lot of cable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's so, why they call me. The cable guy. You, can, you, didn't, you didn't even have a name for it. All right, so today. It's a lot of cable. It's just rolled up in the corner and doesn't do anything. <laughs> oh, my God. Leave Sam King not bad. Anyway. <laughs> Shout out to Sam. He never, he'll never hear this. He'll never ever hear this. He'll never hear this. All right. So today, being that we're talking about fall, I mean, obviously, we're going to talk about um, Comic-Con within the next couple of episodes, but um, coming up today, we're going to talk about all new TV shows, premieres, Shows that have not existed before, and they're coming out this fall. The first half, we're going to talk about The Muppets. I was very excited for that one. And Scream Queens, which I know Gigi is like giving me hell about because it's from the writers of Glee. Oh, I love it. Exactly. No well, wonder it's so cheesy. Oh, oh wow. We already wow. got your stamp on what's going on. Oh, I can't wait for this one. <laughs> and well, for, as you can't help when you have haters on the show, unlike me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Where's my cricket sound effect? Hold on a sec. Yeah, do you have a cricket sound effect? <laughs> yes, I do. What you need to do is you need to play a trumpet it, it, sound really? effect for when, Mike, for when Mike the King of Hate comes on. Well, it's a little late now. <laughs> for his joke, he's all primed and ready. For our jokes, it's like, I can't find it. Meanwhile, it's labeled right in front of him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, these, these letters are confusing. A, B, C, D. I mean, come on. Who's heard of those? New York City Education. Exactly. There we go. Okay. <laughs> all right. And the second half, we're going to be going a little bit more geeky with us. Got something to add, Riley? All right. So we're going to talk about Minority Report, and we're going to talk about Heroes Reborn. I never caught the first hero, so it'll be an interesting conversation. But first... Let's, yeah, you want to add? Let's build a soapbox for which MFG can bitch from. Oh, wait, he's not going to bitch? Yeah, I'll be the judge of that. Let's go to the quick news. And now, the quick news with Mike the Finance Guy and Ralph and Kat. 
All right, let's start this off by welcoming a few new listeners. Rich from Forbidden Planet, thanks for checking us out. Glad to hear you enjoyed us and for writing on our page. We like to hear that. That's what's up, Rich. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel from Sweden, welcome aboard. Now get busy because we want to be able to boast having the largest Swedish listening audience base. (laughs) Snap it up. (laughs) And Lisa from, I don't know where she's from, but we've increased our female audience. So, yay! (laughs) What is it making now? Like one? Um, probably more than one. Okay. Wait, Aaron GG three, three. <laughs> yeah, we're at number three. We're right. at number three. All right. So now on with the news. All right. Now, with great movie comes great expectations for a sequel. Action fans will be receiving a sequel to 2015's John Wick, the revenge killing masterpiece star Keanu Reeves as the title character, and Reeves will be back to kick serious butt at some point in 2016. No oh. news on what the story is going to be about. I still haven't seen that movie. I hear it's really, really good. Even though. I mean, even though it has um, Keanu Reeves in it. I yeah, keep, it is I really keep thinking it's such a really, it was a really good movie. It's great. You, I've you know, seen it over five times now. Really? Five times? Yeah. You're off the podcast. Why? Wait, I'm off the podcast? For not watching John Wick. How dare you? Wait a minute. How many times have you seen something that, uh, that geeks should be seeing? How many times have I seen it? Every How time. many times have, have you not seen it? There's been a couple of things. Never. That, I've never seen it. I, I don't know that reference. Name one thing. I, I will come back to you on that. All right, then. Ha-ha. How about 1966 Batman, Cesar Romero, Joker? Thank you. That's what it was. Name two things. (laughs) (laughs) Episode two. (laughs) Batman, Catwoman. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we get it. Ralph doesn't watch anything. It's okay. It's okay, Ralph. (laughs) I watch everything. Whatever. Okay, on to the next topic. He watches you shower. Ew, that's creepy, bro. <laughs> I just thought I'd inform. Oh, my God. It was only one time, and I was, I was flipping through the channels, and I didn't notice what I was watching. No, no, he, no, he looked in the shower, and he goes, is that a flesh color number six? That's what it looks like. That's a silhouette. <laughs> See, I got jokes of myself, too. Mike, what else you got? All righty. If Marvel could stop hating on Fox for just one minute. Coming up in Extraordinary X-Men number one, it is revealed that the release of the Inhumans' Terrigen Mists on Mankind has also been killing and sterilizing mutants. Wow. The new series due in October will be written by Jeff Lemire and drawn by Umberto Ramos. Oh, Blah. I love Umberto yeah, Ramos. Kiss my butt. <laughs> so Terrigen Mist doesn't like mutants, huh? Yeah. So well, it's, conveniently it's, now, that means, I mean, if that's going to be good for a while, but gee, I guess you'll be making more mutants for them to take over at Fox. That is crazy. That That is that is hate on a larger proportion, which is how Mike was able to find it. <laughs> that is amazing. Just my regular feed. I'm just saying that's that's crazy. So not only are you are you um, making sure there's no more mutants being created, but now you're you're having this Terrigen Mist kill mutants off. Wow, that, that that's. I'm surprised they're not like taking the X Men and like offing them one by one, like really slowly. You mean like killing Wolverine? Oh yeah. <laughs> you don't know, but like you know, like killing Cyclops and Beast. Oh, Cyclops and- is missing by uh, Extraordinary X Men number one, by the way. Really? He's yeah. didn't, not that he's just missing, but I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So they started off with Professor X, and now they keep on going. Yeah, it's just amazing. All righty. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. All righty. And then you talk about my singing. <laughs> that wasn't too bad. At least, at least his was in the key. <laughs> I don't know what key. Hey, uh, I didn't say which key either. I just said a key. Hey, Cap, you should take your head out of my of right off. Uh, Mike's what? what? Whoa, whoa. Yeah, whoa. that's what I thought. Oh, that's what happens when you're not funny. It takes you a while to put that stuff together. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> back to me. <laughs> of course, back to you. You Lord. sound like the old Spice guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the newly young and newly to be introduced Spider-Man in Captain America Civil War is said to have been fighting crime for a year by the time the movie begins. What? The populace, however, thinks of him as only an urban legend. 
For the 2017 solo Spider-Man film, he will have been operating for two years. This is all rumor, but I find it really weird. Like they're trying to go the oh, he's been fighting crime for a year, but you know people think he's an urban legend. He's got a really bright red suit, swings around on the web, <laughs> and webs people up. You'd notice that. <laughs> the Jersey Devil kills people all the time, but they still think he's a legend. That's yeah, but wow, I mean, the but, I mean, Devil, right, wow. but then also think about that. It also means that he hasn't been earning a living taking pictures of himself doing crime. Right. So it's just like a, that's what I'm saying before. Again, nothing, nothing wrong with this premise. I'm just saying you have to reintroduce Spider-Man. We can't accept that he's, that he's Spider-Man. You know? They're still saying he's a high school student, right? Um, as far as we're aware, yeah, because it's the young guy. I, I think this is a problem you have when you when people say, "I don't want another origin story. I don't understand." And I'm not saying that you have to do a, a, a whole origin story, but then people have to find other ideas to reintroduce right. the character. And obviously, yeah. well, the thing is, well they, well, they reintroduced the Hulk with um, with Ed Norton. I don't need an origin story. I don't need to know that Peter Parker's bitten by a spider. We know that you just do that in a three minute montage. After that, I just need to establish the the workings of the character. I, you know, what kind of a person is he? What is he in school? Is he a worker? You know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. I was going to say, well, then maybe we should hire Ed Norton to write it. Oh, wait. Marvel doesn't like him. So. <laughs> he doesn't like him. <laughs> no, no. He loves him, obviously. That's what yeah, got that's him off too. the film, man. <laughs> I love me some me. You should put more of me. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo's like, fuck that shit. <laughs> Guess who's here, baby? It's the Hulk. Yeah, Ed Norton's like, yeah. How many single movies have you had? Oh, don't worry. I'll wait. <laughs> Having trouble counting? Start with zero, and then don't, and then don't go any further. <laughs> it's too bad. It's too bad that you have a longer first name than you do hit films. <laughs> Shit, wow. I have a longer name, and I'm Ed Norton. <laughs> okay, I'm warmed up. Let's All go. Right. Because only one person demanded it. Warner Brothers and DC Entertainment are developing a live-action film starring the Golden Blue team of Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. I saw this. Yeah! And who is rumored to direct and executive produce the film? None other than TV's Arrow, The Flash, and Supergirl creator Greg Berlanti. And despite DC Cinematic Universe's no-humor policy, the movie is believed to be retaining the duo's humorous relationship. But... Before you get your Star Wars undies all moist, imagining the comedic buddy movie we will all expect after watching Justice League Unlimited and the Batman Brave and the Bold, the beetle of this duo will most likely be the new Blue Beetle, a.k.a. teenager Jaime Reyes, instead of the tech genius Ted Kord. I was waiting for you to say that. Yeah. No words so far on expected release date. Wow. Hey, it looks what? like they got my letter. <laughs> I mean... You're the one person that demanded it. <laughs> well, the whole... The, the whole You're saying the whole edict about um, DC saying their movies can't be humorous. I think that the, if you're going to do that, that duo, it has to be humorous. Right. Just, or they just don't have to do it. Or they're just realizing <laughs> everyone keeps complaining that our movies are dour and we keep defending them, but maybe we should make a humorous one and then it's our idea, not the fans that are making us... Do, you're, you're making it, we're making you do it. <laughs> maybe we'll get some of that Marvel money. See, <laughs> this just shows you the power of one man. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what she said. Oh. Ow. Ow. That's probably what she said. Ow. Ow. <laughs> yeah, That's my ear. <laughs> Well, that's not it. It's my belly button. Is that what happened to you, Cap? Hey, 13 was hard. <laughs> what else, Mike? What else you got there? Happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy. Renna Stippy? I don't care about the three Doctor Who fans that like her. Jenna Coleman, a.k.a. Clara Oswald, the 13th Doctor's current companion, oh. says she is leaving the series. Yay! <laughs> no! Coleman was first introduced in Series 7 as Oswin Oswald with Matt Smith as the 12th Doctor. Now, although the specific details of her departure from the TARDIS or in which episode it will occur are unknown, Coleman's exit will be this season. Oh, man. I cannot wait. And I wasn't no. sure when I saw that news if that was the... Um, 
the companion that you that you always complain about, Mike. So now I know. Yeah, he generally only has one, or if they're together, one or two companions at a time. So. Right. So, oh, so Ralph, you like that companion, Clara? Yeah, I thought she was pretty cool. Well, they finally wrote her better in the last year, but still, I'm just tired of the character. You know, I, they just she was never interesting for me. So when they killed her in the last episode, you were probably like, "Yeah, die!" I have been celebrating her death every time they seem to kill her off. <laughs> you know, like I've been excited, like like with the, um, the Christmas special when I thought like that would have been a great time to get rid of her. That the doctor had been away for sixty years. You know, you know that explains when I was monitoring the police band. All those noise complaints by your house when there was like massive party <laughs> reported. We thought it was New Year's Eve. <laughs> no wonder. All right, that makes sense now. <laughs> exactly. Well, now, well, now it all makes sense now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the guy that can't keep a hold of anything gets a TV series. Liam Neeson's character, Brian Mills from the Taken series, is receiving the prequel treatment in an NBC straight to series production. The story will be about a younger version of the character from the three feature films. The show will be titled Taken. But no actor, writer, or showrunner has been announced yet. Uh, hopefully, my remote is taken by the time I get to it. <laughs> <laughs> my remote's been taken. I can get it back. No. No, no, don't. <laughs> the, what, what, what are some shows that are bad, but you prefer it over that show? I don't even know right now. <laughs> I just Three's Company again? <laughs> Three's Company, but they're old. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just he, saying. He would prefer a whole season of Antiques Roadshow to that. Oh, my God. It's just, it's just one of these things. I'm like, so it's before everything happened. So it's not taken. What's it going to be called? Got it? <laughs> Still have it? Given. <laughs> you know? no, I, think, I think what you're hoping the title is, is done. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Or, or it's done. Taking. Like he's about to take something. Oh, I guess. Oh, God. <laughs> Hopefully vitamins. And now last but not least. What does a $1.1 billion box office gross get you? Transformers 5. What? Fuck you, Europe, Australia, and China. It's because of your money that this damn thing's getting made <laughs> I was, again. I was waiting for you to say that. <laughs> and guess what? Michael Bay will be back in the director's chair to plot this, uh, to pilot this turd right back down the toilet. Uh, sorry, I mean the greatest director of our lifetime, Michael Bay, will please us with yet another sequel to this franchise goldmine. No word about plot or if the writers know what plot means, but Transformers <laughs> 5 is scheduled to come our way sometime in 2017. Wow. Yep. I thought, and I thought four was de- was the death of Transformers. Uh, Many well, people at, at one point one billion. No, it wouldn't oh, be the death of anything. Well, we've been talking about the idea, the the, the sh- not the stranglehold, but the influence that China has on the um, movie making um, industry. Well, I mean, I, I know China owns the U.S. I didn't know that they own the movies too. Well, it's just that I mean, it's they have a lot of people, so that um, they're, they've been building more uh, theaters and stuff like that in China. So that now their their money, if it's successful, it gets a lot more play there, and it helps it earn a bigger. Um, you know, gross. Which also just begs the question of like these movies that do horribly overseas. Like, are they not getting released in China, or did even they just go, "This sucks. We're not watching it." <laughs> well, if they said this sucks, we're not watching it. How did Transformers sneak through? <laughs> uh, because it took place where in China. Aha! Yeah. That's where a lot of these places have been doing. They've been adding things in China. If you remember, uh, like, wasn't um, was it the Winter Soldier or something? Didn't that take place in China a little bit, or something like that? Or there was something about how it played to Not overseas. I forget what it did. Oh, well, Avengers uh, Age of Ultron played, was in Korea. Right, at one point. Yeah, that's another reason why they went overseas and stuff like that. But there's a lot of that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, and sadly, that's all your quick news. Yep, that's it. So you end with that depressing note. Yep, okay. I like to end them. <laughs> I like to end them crying. <laughs> oh my god! And now get out. <laughs> Is that what you told all your gentlemen callers? <laughs> get out! <laughs> all right, all right. There's a quarter on the floor, and it better be there when I get up. <laughs> wow! <laughs> you at least give them a box of tissues for the tears. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. What makes it even funny is that quarter on the floor is glued there. To <laughs> so so Michael, watch him pick him up. <laughs> I hear you scraping at it. <laughs> Get out. All right. Um, I don't have any quick news. What about you, Ralph? Uh, season uh, premiere of Doctor Who last week. Ooh, oh, wow. Okay. Fucking awesome. It was really good, actually. There was an axe battle. Oh, that my God. It was horrible. <laughs> and we mean axe with the guitar, not with the actual instrument. Oh, oh. I was about to say axe battle. It really oh, wasn't a battle. The doctor came out on a tank. Yeah, he did. What? Oh, that's why. Think about excited. it. He came out on a tank. Playing a guitar. And he made the same what joke I did. Let's put it this way. My face doesn't look any happier than yours, and I actually like the show. Listen, <laughs> listen he, made, he, he said my joke. He said, how do you like my tank? I bought it from my fish. <laughs> it was a big tank. Okay, so let's go. <laughs> on, on to the next segment. <laughs> <laughs> on to the first half of the show. Okay, so um, I, I, I don't know. Is it me? Or because I feel like this year there's been a lot of new shows on TV. I don't know if they've gutted. Um, all the networks have gutted all their trash or gutted all the things they well, didn't want. Well, don't you remember when Mike uh, went on his list of now gone forever? Yeah, but it feels like more than usual. I, I think what it is this time, though, is just that they're bringing in new shows that seem interesting to us. Okay, maybe that's, that's I think that's all it is because normally it's just it's been like a lot of bad sitcoms have been like really ruling the new stuff in the last year, I think, yeah. a year or two. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's funny because I'm, I'm doing this assignment for the show. I started noticing this, like, this is the four shows that we chose, and there's still, like, five or six more oh, shows yeah. that, that are brand new that I'm like, I still want to check out, mm-hmm. like, like The Player, I actually want to check out. It, it's right. it's action-packed, I'll say that much. Yeah, and uh, what's the one that I said I wanted to catch uh, with Jamie Alexander? Jamie Alexander. Wow, dead air. <laughs> yeah. I, the, the, <laughs> which one? Jamie Alexander is the right name, right? I don't know. She was Lady Sif. She was on How I Met Your Mother. She's oh, on the Blind new- Spot. And suddenly oh, everyone knows what I'm talking about. I don't, I, I don't know. He's <laughs> suddenly about nobody him. knows who Jamie Alexander is. I'm like, if really? You had said, <laughs> if you had said Kyle XY, I would be like, oh, okay. That I girl. never watched the show. I never saw it. All right. Okay, now you're off the podcast. Well, okay, well, look at you. What are you, an umpire? You're off the game. You're off the game. It's Homer Simpson. <laughs> you're off the game. Oh, Art. Or oh, what's this one? Um. You're out of order. No, you're out of order. This whole court's out of order. <laughs> yeah, you're just not that good of an actor. Shit it. <laughs> All right, so the first of the four shows we're going to talk about today, we're going to lead off with The Muppets. But before we lead off with any show reviews and, and conversation, let's go with that um button that we like to press. Warning. This show contains spoilers, so leave MF22 alone. MF22? Yes, I'm sorry. Motherfucking 22? <laughs> <laughs> no idea what that is. Uh, you wait for a button to press something. Yeah, I'm pressing. This segment may contain spoilers, so leave Ralph I'm, alone. I'm going to change that. You, you, dude, hey, you, you hate it. You nothing about it. it. We're, we're waiting. <laughs> dude, you're like Puerto Rico. We don't want to be a state, but we don't want to be a commonwealth, but we want U.S. money. See, see <laughs> the way that my I'm laziness works is, you know, like I say I'm going to do something, but then I really don't. Oh, goodness. All right. <laughs> That works. <laughs> that explains a lot about a lot. I'll tell you. I'll tell you during the break. All right. So let's start off with the Muppets. And with the synopsis of this first show is MFG Mike, the finance guy. Back to me. I know you guys miss me. Wow. Mwah to all of you. He just hugged himself right now. 
All right, Jim Henson created a group of puppets in 1955 that became known as the Muppets. Henson had said that the word Muppet was the combination of marionette and puppet. Now, with a debut and a six-year run on Sam and Friends in 1955, the Muppets captured the public attention for years before being featured on Sesame Street, which premiered in 1969. And in 1976, the characters got a side gig off of the famous street and landed a primetime television show called The Muppet Show that ran from 76 to 81. The Muppets enjoyed featured film successes throughout the 80s and 90s and even had a return to the small screen from 1996 to 98 with Muppets Tonight. But their creator did not live to see their continued success as Jim Henson passed away in May of 1990. Mm -hmm. The rights to the franchise, except for the Sesame Street characters, was eventually purchased by... Disney. Disney in 2004 for $75 million. That seems like very little money. Yes, it does. (laughs) does. All righty, synopsis. Who would have thought that shoving your hand deep inside a warm, hairy opening would make for a multi-million dollar business? (laughs) But lo and behold, Kermit, Miss Piggy, Fozzie, and all the rest bring back their shtick into our living rooms for a fourth series. We find out that Kermit loves to stick it in the pink. (laughs) Fozzie finds that being a brown bear dating a young white woman is the perfect allegory for the prejudices of interracial love affairs and Miss Piggy is still a bitch (laughs) it's not exactly Muppets for young viewers it's more like Muppets for the 30 Rock generation now we're starring the voice talents of Steve Whitmer as Kermit the Frog Rizzo the Rat Beaker Statler and Lips Eric Jacobson as Miss Piggy Fozzie Bear Animal and Sam Eagle Dave Goals as Gonzo Bunsen Honeydew Zoot, Wardolph, and Chip. Julianne Boucher as De- uh, Denise. David Rudman as Scooter and Janice. I'm um, sorry, and Janice. Uh, Matt Vogel as Floyd Pepper, Uncle Deadly, and Sweetums. Peter Linz as Walter, and Bill Beretta as Pepe the King Prawn, Rolf the Dog, Dr. Teeth, the Swedish Chef, and Bobo the Bear. Wow. Okay, cool. And what's funny is the original Muppet Show, I know that Jim had his share of of characters but Frank Oz did a bunch of characters on the yeah. original Muppet show and Frank Oz passed away how long ago? I'm not sure it's been, it's a, been while. a while I got a question talk so there are many actors that play multiple voices right? right like the Simpsons so how do do they pre-record them when they do because I, I usually thought it's like I would imagine I mean because it's not like it's us watching them on a live stage I mean it is a TV show so I would just imagine they just record them and also yeah, think about how's it for like the actors that are interacting with the, the Muppets um Oh, I mean, I would imagine just like in a, like a, any TV show, they probably record the voices so they can interact realistically sounding, but then they're probably just doing it again. They'll, they'll dub the it over. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, Un- okay. Unless unless they unless they gear them up gear them up for sound while they're underneath and, and doing the puppetry, you know, like while while the puppeteer is underneath doing the puppetry, they're geared up with a mic, with a handset, with a headset. Because I've seen there were times when uh, like characters that are voiced by the same person are arguing. Right. Like, yeah. I was like, how the fuck do they do that? All right. So let's go. Let's go into it. Muppets. Not, not your 1976 Muppets. No. no. How do we feel about this version of the Muppets? First off, I, I forgot about the Muppets Tonight. I, what channel? Do you remember what channel that was on? Or? Um, I don't remember. It wasn't. It wasn't a Fox show. It was probably an ABC show. Yeah, it's probably. I, I really don't remember the show it was on. But uh, but yeah, I do remember Muppets Tonight. Though it was funny. Was it funny? Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and then in between that, there was the Jim Henson Hour. That was the third. That's why I said this is the fourth showing for the Muppets. It only lasted a year, but only because he died. Right after that year. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because it started in 89 and he died in 90. Yeah. All right. So h- how do we feel about this Muppet show? I know that you weren't around for the 76 version, but do you, Ralph, do you even remember the 76 version? Or have you ever watched any? I mean, they re-ran it for a while years ago. I, I saw one when uh, I saw a clip because I, I was into the uh, Benny Bonafonte. 
What's his name? Harry, 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 Harry Bonafonte. I'm like, Barry who? Sorry. <laughs> Harry Bonafonte. And then he, he did, he performed um, uh, the Deo song, the Banana Boat song. Deo. Yeah. On the Muppet Show. So I saw that clip and I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. come and they want to go home. And for those, like, Johannes, <laughs> Colonel Johannes, I, you know, I know you're a pretty young dude. Uh, <laughs> stop. <laughs> <laughs> he said that. He said okay, that. Okay, all right. But those who are young enough, who are, those are who are not old enough to know about the first Puppet, uh, Muppet Show. The Muppet Show, the original one, was like a variety show. So they had like these side sketches, and um, they would have guest stars come on and, and do a sketch with the Muppets, right. which was pretty cool. But a variety show like this showing, meaning that the Muppets themselves are the ones running the variety show. So it was like we saw behind the scenes yeah. of them trying to get the show yeah. going. But you saw and more show. The show. Yeah, right, you saw exactly. more show. Yeah, this was more behind the scenes. Right. Uh, you hit it on the head when you said 30 Rock yeah. and Jeep pointed out when we were watching it um, again last night she goes it's also like The Office yeah, it, it, like because the that office. whole behind the scenes document, documentary <laughs> kind of thing I, Riley you agreeing with me you didn't even watch it you fell asleep <laughs> <laughs> it's funny she watched Scream Queens but fell asleep for um, The Muppets that's, that's, how, that's how you raise a homicidal maniac <laughs> <laughs> damn <laughs> stop stop I want, her, I want her to listen to this podcast alright so um, I mean I, I, I liked where they went, even though it was different, it took me a little while to get used to how they were, um, what angle they were taking. Mm-hmm. I did like it. It yeah. was a little bit too adult at times. Like, I was like, wow, you're going to make that joke? Well, I mean, it's a late night ABC show, right? It's no, not it's not late. late. It's 8, eight o'clock. o'clock. <laughs> that's prime time. That, that's Rob's curfew, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, growing boy needs all the sleep. So, I mean, thinking for me is, I mean, I did enjoy the show now, um, but I didn't find the. I didn't think there was vulgarity in the humor. I, I just thought that the that the saucier jokes, if you want to say, they, they range from clever to clunky double entendres. Like, I didn't find them to be, like, overly clever. I, I think that, even though this is a more adult take on the Muppets, that I think if the writers didn't take the easy way out, this could have easily been a show that brilliantly fit all ages. I, yeah. I, I like, mean, in other words, if they just tried hard enough to make the, the double entendres a lot more... Obscure, yes. Then yeah, okay, you I really would have had all ages able to enjoy it because there are you know. two jokes that sat with me that I was like, "Wow!" First one was when um, Kermit is at the head of the meeting mm-hmm. and they're talking with Doctor Teeth and the Electric Band, right. and they go, "Yeah, you know, um, you're at a meeting." He tells Doctor Teeth, "You're at a meeting now." Because they're like, oh, this is great. You should tell us every time. We should have a meeting every day. And Kermit's like, we're having a meeting now. And Zoot gets up and Zoot goes, we're at a meeting? Okay. Hi, I'm Zoot. And like, <laughs> right, wrong yeah. meeting. I was like, whoa, they went there? <laughs> that was funny. Between that, was that funny. and then when Fozzie's driving and talking about, you know, meeting his girlfriend's parents for the first time. And he goes, right. well, you know, it's kind of hard. You know, when you when you put a profile of, of a uh, saying you're a bear looking for love, <laughs> oh, yeah. you're able to get the wrong responses. Well, I don't mean wrong. Yeah. I'm just saying wrong for me. Yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah, that was when surprising heard, that they went there. I, I I liked it, but I was very surprised that they went yeah. there. You, you know what's funny? When I heard that joke, I thought of you immediately. You, <laughs> you always constantly make that joke. <laughs> yeah, no, that was. Really, I mean, it was funny. Like I said, I was surprised at that. Actually, the the, the only thing that, um, as far as it dialogue, that got me was, mm-hmm. and it's the only thing that actually disappointed me. I and I'm not lying. I was honestly shocked and extremely disappointed when Kermit said "hell." Really? Oh. Yes, because. I mean, of all the things the Muppets didn't do, he's the only one that put out even a mild curse. I'm like, Kermit said hell. I mean, even for the guy to go like, don't say it's it. hell. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, like it, it, it was, it was way out of place. Like, I mean, granted, I understand that these are not the Muppets for the young viewers, but think about it. If he's the only one that said hell, then it didn't need to be said. Like, it was said once. It didn't need to be said at all because it's not like it was. It's not like you leveled up the humor to suddenly. Like, I don't want to hear. 
like someone just be like, you know, well, Miss Piggy, you're a bitch. You know, even though she is, it's like, yeah. I mean, is that, I mean, because really, is that where because that would be in line with it being more for like Thirty Rock and more like The Office, right? And I'm like, I just, I, I, I mean, you can still have like that adult tinge to humor, but I just don't really want to hear my yeah. Muppets cursing. I, I, I didn't have a problem with hell. I mean, there's a lot worse. Thing. I mean, and I know we live in a generation where we're kind of desensitized to um, two different words and whatever, but I didn't have a problem with hell. I thought, I, I, well, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, I'm sorry for cutting you off. No. Oh, it's so, so polite. They're like Chippendale. <laughs> oh, after you, Doodle. After you, Chippendales. No, Chippendale. <laughs> Believe me, you don't want to see these guys in a thong. <laughs> you don't want to see these guys in a thong if you are in another planet. <laughs> Unless you're in the fuzzy tail. Go ahead, Ralph. You were saying. Um, I just thought, it, like, I didn't have a problem with that. I thought it was hilarious. Or the guys like, you can't say this, you can't say this, you can't say this. But some of the words that the guy was saying, yeah, they were just like simple, like harmless right. words. Yeah, but, but but some of the words like kind of led to stuff. Yeah. Right. Like what was the word he said? Um. Um. Oh shit. Talking about move is just is just moving your hands. Right. Uh, fidgeting or something like that. No, no, no it wasn't fidgeting. It was It was something that had the word cock or something in it, but it was just in the word. Uh, and I was like, oh, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> I have to, we have to, I'm going to have to look back and see yeah. what word it was. No, no, I know what you're talking about. And it was funny, like, but, but my point was, that's clever double entendre. That's clever adult humor. The fact that Kermit's saying, hell, like I said, did any of them upwards curse, even mildly? No, nope. he, he was just And like, it was weird, you oh, know. All he said was, oh, hell. Yeah, but, but, I think uh, but, like, I mean, but again, we are adults. Otherwise, really, a kid could have watched the show. And like Which, I said, I know we become inured to this whole cursing thing, but... What's the first thing other parents are saying? Well, I don't want my kid to learn to curse. Well, where do you think they're going to learn to curse from? And now it's on a show with Muppets. I mean, I'm like, really? Like, you know, like it's, like I said, I'm not making a big deal of it. It was just weird to see a childhood toy actually curse. Would you, would you prefer to you would have been like, gee gollies, H-E double hockey sticks. Uh. No, no. All right. We kind of forgot the one where he could have said, oh, heck. Oh, wow. Yes. It's the exact same word. That yeah, is, but then it would have been funny without, with the guy saying, you can't say hell. No, he would have been able to say you can't say heck, just like the other words that yeah, were harmless. Yeah, but heck is an edited word. I, I can see why they didn't go there, but I know what you're saying, Mike. I, I, just, right. disagree. I just, you know, I, I disagree. Yeah. Um, well, but, it's like, for me, it's like a sadness to see that. I know. That's something that you've always well, talked not, about. Not just for me, it's sadness to see that people are accepting the deterioration of innocence, really. You know, we're very like, oh, whatever. You know what? <laughs> you know? It's all going to hell. Oh, God. And now you get that right. <laughs> um, speaking of adult themes, right? You want me to go to the next one? Okay, good. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Did I feel something brewing? My, my daughter throughout this whole podcast has been leaving little surprises for daddy. <laughs> so um, uh, what I was going to say was, speaking of adult themes, how did you guys feel of the idea? Because we talked about Miss Piggy and Kermit divorcing. We talked about that already. Right. How do you guys feel about now that he's got the new girlfriend and talking about, um, work, uh, you know, like, um, you know, sharing a, the, a workplace and when they're broken up and they're... It's awkward. How do you feel about that being introduced? Before that, is it me or does this girlfriend look kind of weird? Well, it's just the eye placement. I think they're trying to make her look more sultry, and I just think it's that. Well, well, I remember a time when they when they had to work on Miss Piggy for a while because in the old Muppet Show they had two different looks for Miss Piggy. Right. They had one with the the one we know now, and then it was one that didn't have eyelids. Right. And I remember as a kid always having problems with that. (laughs) Bless you, Riley. Um. So it's like one of those things where it that's what she looks like. She looks like the old Miss Piggy. She, but, like, she has eyelids, though. Like, yeah. They're just trying to be sultry. She looks like yeah. an Asian Miss Piggy. Like, they, they Look, are, they put that slip because she's trying to be sultry. Yeah. <laughs> they put a slant to it. And then it was, they put a slant to it. <laughs> I thought that was kind of interesting. And then, like, when, she, when they first introduced her and she walks into the writer's room, mm-hmm. and then Kermit's like, 
You know, you don't have to make a joke every time you come in here. God knows the writers don't. Exactly. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah, it's a good show. I mean, I didn't have a problem with them. I mean, you know, we already knew the divorce was happening. And, I mean, again, I never considered them married. Because in the shows, they are never married. Like, you know, well, they, they're always... Well, the movie... But the movies... I'm not sure. Have you ever seen all the movies? I've seen some of the movies. The, they get married. No, no, they got married. They got married. And, and, but, the and then they got divorced. And, and the movies then are, they got married and the again. Are, and the movies are in canon. Right. Yeah, so. yeah, but they've been divorced and married and divorced. I'm sorry. They've been married and not referenced as married after even the movies have happened. Okay. Well, let's just put it this way. What did Miss Piggy want in Muppets Most Wanted? Muppets Most Wanted. Oh, that was the She one. wanted him to propose. Yep. That's the last oh, that's movie. Right. Oh, that's the right. very oh, last oh, movie. Oh, wait. That was the one with, with Kermit with yeah. the mole. I haven't seen that right, one. Right, but I mean, but the whole point, though, is that that's the very last movie. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm saying. It's not, there's no continuity to their marriage. Okay. And it was never, I, I thought, I it thought was always were, yeah. that she wanted him to marry him. Right. You well, know? yeah, like she tricked him. Well, in Muppets Take Manhattan, she tricks him into marrying her. Right. Yeah. Which, yeah, I, guess, which I'm, I guess he probably got it annulled right afterwards. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 Miss Piggy. No, 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 Miss Piggy. Uh, <laughs> we're not married. <laughs> I have a thing for pigs. Exactly. <laughs> and of course, G tells me, G goes, He's dating another pig. I'm like, wait for it. No, does he have a thing for pigs? And then I'm like, could you let the episode play? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I have a thing for pigs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> which, which made it pretty funny. All right. Um, you like the two? You like the two? All right, good. All right, so what was, there, was there anything that you wish... I mean, it's only one episode, and obviously they're building towards something. How do you like the interaction between their um, guest stars and their interaction to the show? Because before it was, you know, in the old Muppet show, that they were the talent, they were coming in. Same thing with Elizabeth, right. with Elizabeth Banks yeah. and with um, Kavanaugh, mm-hmm. but a little bit different. They were more interwoven, you know, they were interwoven into the story. Like Elizabeth Banks being the last face she saw, right. you know, and, and that's why she didn't like her. And, mm-hmm. You know, how did, how did you feel about that? I, I just thought it was storytelling. Yeah. I mean, I, it's really very much like The Muppet Show to me. I mean, I don't see much difference except it's much more backstory because, I mean, even, you know, you didn't relate to other stories. But like when you would have the personalities come on to The Muppet Show, there would oftentimes just be things going on. And, the, you know, they would interact behind the scenes with the personality before you got them to perform whatever number they were doing. Right. You know, so it's very similar to me. Okay, I, I thought it was hilarious how they treated um, what's the the guy's name, the one that got that was supposed to replace Elizabeth Banks and then got bumped. Um, Tom Cavanaugh. Yeah, no, not, not Tom Cavanaugh. Um, no, no, Mar- no, is it Mark Cavanaugh? I'm not sure of his name. But the guy yeah. from American's Funniest Videos and, and Dance and with the Stars. Dance with yeah. the Stars, right? So there's like, did anybody tell him? And he's like, No, and he just <laughs> puts it out and walks away. <laughs> and, was, uh, and then Scooter's saying, We'll make it up to him. Let's give him a, a, a gift basket with, with fancy salami. Yeah, yeah, but just regular salami. Yeah, regular salami's okay. <laughs> regular salami's good enough. Um, all right. So, I mean, I'm not going to go into what we're going to rename it because it's only one episode. Um, but what is your rating for the first episode of The Muppet Show? Ralph? I give The Muppets. The what? The Muppets. Okay, you said Muppets. I'm I like, know. I was, I was still. I was I'm tough. excited on Tuffet. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were hanging out, me and this little Miss Muppet the other day. Wow, you boys, you put in a tuffet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> While eating her curds and whey, too. <laughs> wow, the fact that you refer... Okay, just... <laughs> you know, that's just such a gross visual. <laughs> what is your rating for the Muppets? I give the Muppets uh, eight. Uh, God knows you don't have to make a joke every time you walk in here out of ten. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm going to give it... Th- I'm going to give it four. Hi-yas! Out of five. <laughs> right, um, I just give it an eight and a half. Miss Piggy's butt lift out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> that that was quite the joke also when they said, oh, I got to hike things up. And when she did that with the butt, I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that, that's, quite, that's quite the storytelling you got there, guys. All right, so let's move on to the next one. Scream Queens. 
from the writers of um I won't even get into it. So so for with the synopsis is MFG Mike the Finance Guy. All right. Screen Queens is the latest offering from Ryan Murphy, the man that brought TV audiences Nick Tuck, uh, Glee, and the American Horror Story, to name a few. Uh, thankfully, the show is designed as mostly an anthology series, meaning that at the end of the series, uh, we will be um, bringing back some of the old survivors of this mystery into a completely new horror. So I'm kind of happy about that part. All right. Synopsis. Taking self-referencing and pop culture cues from hit slasher films like Scream, Scream Queens has fun with the horror genre. Surprisingly vicious in its no-holds-barred humor, the show races through the dialogue and death like a drunk model in six-inch heels tripping down a runway. (laughs) On the campus of Wallace University, a devil-masked killer, or killers, has a smorgasbord of reprehensible victims to fillet with its oversized chef knife. Proudly bigoted, homophobic, self-absorbed, and self-deprecating teens, along with spiteful, bitter, drug-using, overprotective, and oversect adults, vie for the killer's attention. Does a two-decade-old death hold the clues for the new rash of murders, or is someone just finishing up a PhD in homicide? All right, this thing is starring Emma Roberts as Chanel Oberlin, Skylar Samuels as Grace Gardner, Leah Michelle as Hester Neckbrace Ulrich, Glenn Powell as Chad Radwell. Diego Bonetta as Pete Martinez, Kiki Palmer as Zayde Williams, Ariana Grande as Chanel number two, Billy Lord as Chanel number three, Abigail Breslin as Chanel number five, Nassim Pedrad as Gigi Caldwell, Lucien, uh, excuse me, Lucien Laviscant as Earl Grey, Olivia, I'm sorry, I'm messing up these names, Oliver Hudson as <laughs> Weston West Gardner, Nick Jonas as Boone, Nisi Nash as Denise Hemphill, Jan Hogg, or Jan Hogue, as it's probably pronounced, as Mrs. Bean, and Jamie Lee Curtis as Kathy Munch. All right. Scream Queens. I was kind of reluctant in the beginning to, to even review this, and not because it's scary, guys. Oh, the cap's supposed to cap. No, was. no, 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 it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. But you know what really got me into it? I mean, and don't get me wrong, when I was going to the train station, and they had this cool promo for Scream Queens, and it's like for every pillar in the, um, in the subway. They had a different character of the show with their hands bloodied and they have the hands up and they're kind of smiling, you know, at the viewer. It, and I was like, wow, that's really cool. And then I saw a commercial. I said, OK, well, you know, when, when we talked about seeing it, I was up for it. Mm-hmm. All right. So and I don't, and which one of you two watch Glee? I've seen Glee. You, I've seen I, two episodes, I think. Maybe. OK, so, you, so, so you're not Glee fans. OK, so no, I, just, or, I wanted to put it out there. I stopped being a fan after the last season. Oh, so you, so you watched many years of Glee then. I like music. Oh. I like music too. That's why I didn't watch Glee. <laughs> Man card revoked. <laughs> okay, but no, all jokes aside. All right. Scream Queens. Um, so what did Glee have to do with anything? Because they're the writers, they're, they're, they're the creators of Glee. Scream Queens. Um, right. I pointed that out in my synopsis. I know, but I'm saying they're kind of human, you know, because a lot of times when you see your creators from one show. Sometimes you'll see it'll be totally different. But like they say, oh, from the creators of Buffy, you're like, okay, that's Joss Whedon or, you know, they're going to do similar kinds of like storytelling or dynamics and stuff of mm-hmm. that sort. Um, how did you like Scream Queens? Because I know it's, it's all meant to be tongue in cheek. It's not meant to be like Scream from MTV, which we talked about before the podcast. Right. Um, how did you feel about this whole tongue in cheek, not quite scary movie approach to horror? I had lots of fun with it. I mean, because I, again... I don't mind if something's over the top or tongue in cheek or whatever if you've established that that's what you have. I hate when you flip flop. You know, I, it's like a wink or not even a wink. When you can't make up your mind whether you're trying to be irrever- irreverent or if you're trying to be serious. Irreverent? Yeah. Irreverent. He had it. Yeah. What's irreverent? 
Hey, Irreverent. hey, Moffat, stop. <laughs> Irreverent. What's the problem? It's not, it's not like you slurred it a little bit. I, I'm with you. I got you. But um, <laughs> but it's, it's hard when you're trying to be irreverent or completely serious, and you just keep, I don't know, intermittently going between the two without any rhyme or reason. You know, okay. This one is just like, nope, these girls are going to make dumb decisions. Yes, it doesn't make any sense because this is just all, it's kind of like a parody-like type of line, and everyone's just having a good time with it. And and that's why I mentioned um, um, Scary Movie, because that's a parody of all the the horror films. Right. But but see, Scary Movie 1 was good, Scary Movie 2, I I didn't like. I enjoyed it. Really? Yeah. I thought it was funny. All right, so how did you feel about it, Ralph? Because usually when it comes to humor, we usually differ. You and I usually sit on opposite ends of the fence when it comes to humor, and it has a lot of humor. But But you made a comment about Scream Queens like, you don't approve. Not that I don't approve. Honestly, like... Are these all the girls that said no to you? <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> they, they, were. <laughs> they hurt my feelings. Wait, wait, wait. You, you dated a, a deaf Taylor Swift? <laughs> yeah. No, Ralph, not no. She was a screamer. Wow. Uh, <laughs> and now we apologize to all the people who can't hear us, but... <laughs> <laughs> Damn. No, but... But listen to us more times than Sam. <laughs> 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 I'd give you a high five, but I'm full. I have my hands full of the baby. Go ahead. So, I, I enjoyed it. I actually did enjoy it, but it was just like there was something about it that was like the the stupidness of like some of the situations where, mm-hmm. like when spoiler Ariana Grande dies in the first one. Oh, but I kind of knew that was gonna happen. No, so, he's not talking about that. He's talking about the fact that she's texting yeah. to the killer. Stop! Oh, yeah. Please <laughs> stop! <laughs> he's, he's, he texts her. He texts her. I'm going to kill you now. And then she says, no, please don't. <laughs> no, you right no, instead no, she, of running. No, actually, she types back, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With all the A's. Wait, what? Are, are and then he stabs serious? her. And she's just like, stop, stop. please stop. <laughs> and then, like, she's she's still alive. And the guy, I think, like, he, she hits him. And she's, he's, he's backing away or whatever. And then she's, instead of getting out of there, which would be the smart thing because the door is still wide open. Right. She runs to her computer and starts tweeting that the Red Devil is killing her. I mean, are you <laughs> fucking serious? Yeah. No. Well, I mean, the thing is that, you know, again, it's really silly. It is very silly. But, yeah. I mean, the, the, the way that, again, I can appreciate it is because it makes sense through the show because they're very worried about their media presence. Yeah. and So, that, in other words, if that hadn't been established in the show, I, I would have found that scene too ridiculous. But because of it, it worked. You know? I, I understand. But I know what you're saying. I, I just yeah. find, I'm like, are you serious? Oh, I could definitely see, I mean, I can see where this would not be the taste for everybody. This is not the know? debate I'm going to have with you. Because usually I'm like, wait, you like Tomcats, but you can't watch this. <laughs> Tomcats was hilarious. You're fucking bugging. I'm sorry. Hilarious. We are not having this fight now. We'll wait for after the podcast. I'm just saying. <laughs> and, I, and I won't care about the fight then. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I mean, I liked it. I, I, my wife loved it. My wife thought it was super hilarious. And I guess I was kind of looking for more something like Pitch Perfect. Where, you know, and the humor was, I mean, the humor was there, but... I chuckled. I didn't like laugh like out loud. It was it was it was clever and it, and it kept me watching, and I liked some of the twists. But mm-hmm. it was you know I don't know. I actually I was laughing. I was watching it by myself and I was laughing out loud because it was just like I said in the synopsis. I mean it was just no holds barred humor. I was very surprised. I wasn't prepared. I knew it was going to be making fun of sororities and teenagers. I just thought like you know the usual way that we do it or the usual level where you're going to cut off at a certain thing. But when she just basically opens up with like. I call her White Mammy. Yeah, was just like, oh okay, my that, god! No, that, no, that that one caught me out there. That didn't even. I mean, made me laugh, but it caught me out. There. I was like, what did she say? Yeah, I was just White like, mammy. wow, okay, this is where we're going. And then they just kept the humor. Like, I, it, I mean, you didn't realize that the second scene. One of my favorite scenes is when uh, 
the, the three of them are in the principal's office and the, the, the one that's um, being the lawyer for the Kappa Kappa Tals, and she's just like, you know, we have a side boob mixer followed by a white party where mm-hmm. everyone is encouraged to be or slash wear, I'm sorry, wear, I'm sorry, is courage to wear slash be white. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Some of the jokes they, they, they got away with, I was, that stuff, I was kind of like, wow, you're really pushing the button there. Yeah. That's pretty good. And I, just, and I thought, um, again, they were mostly performances over the top. I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis was great. I mean, yeah. she's, she's she was just awesome. as, Dean, as, as Dean Munch. Yeah, as Munch. Munch? Yeah. yeah, Dean Munch. And she was great. I mean, they were all great. They were all just so outlandish. I mean, the only person that didn't get a chance to really do any shine at all um, was the uh, the Asian recruit? Oh, the the um. Oh, what they yeah. call her? Lesbian? Yeah, the lesbian. I just don't remember what the, her name was, but I mean, like, she just didn't get a, a chance on her own to shine. Okay. She didn't get very much lines, but everybody else, I just thought had good lines. I, I and, and Mrs. Bean, I love Mrs. Bean. Like she <laughs> just cra- and I love when uh, when uh, Chanel is out back of the um, of the coffee place. Yeah, and she's talking uh, with that guy, the reporter guy. And then they're ready to leave, and she had sent Miss Bean to sort the trash, which wasn't even their trash. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And she's like, "Miss Bean, let's hit it!" And then she walks up the street. Miss Bean hasn't caught up. She's like, "Miss Bean, let's hit it!" Let's hit it. <laughs> <laughs> it was she right. was just cracking. <laughs> <me up. laughs> I, I wonder if this was on another station, if they would have been more gruesome with the deaths. Um. Oh, you mean well? And, and I know that the target is to be more funny and and wink nod than gruesome, but. You know, I wonder if it would have been, you know, because like, I mean, if it was on like an HBO ish type thing, probably. But I mean, or the other MTV. networks, even MTV, like MTV might be um, a little bit more. Uh, very possible. I mean, if you saw, if you watched MTV Scream, you would have seen the huge um, tree cutting chainsaw go through this boy. That wasn't pretty. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Maybe especially see on, his his body split in half like that. If it was on Spike, it probably had like lots of blood. Yeah. Uh, Spike. I, I mean, I'm fine with the way, but did anybody else really get hungry for fried food when Mrs. Bean's face came out of that fryer? I actually no. wanted to taste her skin. I'm like, that crispy skin looks so damn good. I was wow. expecting it to be like uh, like some like fake something, you know, like, yeah. like it wasn't real. Mm-hmm. Like it, like someone else, like like Mrs. Bean was playing a prank on Chanel. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, we, we, we don't, don't know. know yet. We don't know. <laughs> All the bodies are disappearing. Yeah, and then like Nicholas Jonas's character with the whole fake with the whole. What are you about to say? Throat cut. Uh, I what? Well, really? What? That well, we've avoided almost every death. <laughs> No, we haven't. I've been saying all of them. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I suppose so. Well, spoilers. But okay, somebody that seems to be mad that it says leave Ralph alone. We already made the warning. We've already established who I am. Come on, let's, let's, let's not kid ourselves. All right, let me ask you this then. Um, but, just to get the heat off. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to get the heat off you, but go ahead. My, Add some more heat. My question is, what kind of medical examiner do they have that they can't test that the guy has a pulse? Oh, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, true, could, true. could be drugged. We have no idea. We, we don't know what's occurred yet. He could have been drugged with that, that same drug they've been using for well, 50 car- years of television that Karari. it slows down the heartbeat so that you never notice, you know. Karari. Or, or maybe the medical examiner's involved. I mean, yeah, we know that there's possibly. I mean, the thing is, we knew that there was more than one killer, uh, or at least there might only be one killer, but there's more than and one people involved. Codes, yeah. Only because, like, like the, like, the fact that they'll try and, like, go, like, is it one of the girls? But I'm like, we see the killer outside and all of the girls are inside that we, you know, they're in one, and we're like, okay, so it's none of the girls. Well, actually, <laughs> you know? well, actually I mean Chanel. And now the You qu- know, because when Chanel was in the rooms, it's only a flashback when she talks about um, the, the, the red devil was in my room right. and da, da, da. that's the only time that, that. Oh, yeah, well, that's a flashback and that sounds like she was lying. I expected us to see that she was lying in the flashback, but I'm just saying, but think about it. We've seen the red devil when we've seen Chanel. Yeah. Like, you know, like where we know that 
the Red Devil is doing something so and so, but Chanel is busy talking to the girls all across campus. Also, like you're saying, yeah. but you're saying if, if somebody's in cahoots, if she's cahoots with somebody oh, yeah. else, you know, he could totally be in the same. Oh, 100. percent That's what I'm saying. We know that you know there's more than one. Um, and I had said to the cap like uh, with the the Nick Jonas character, like you know, I knew that, I should say I knew. I kind of really heavily suspected that he wasn't dead. Yeah, yeah, because it was the only death that was left. Like everybody, every other body's been disappearing. So it was really cool, you know. Well, um, here's the question I'll ask, and it's the question that they're gonna probably answer by next episode. Who do you think is the baby? Um, you think that'll be the next episode? Well, I mean, I mean, I could have sworn they said next episode, or they probably saying this season. This season, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah so, I mean, um, I, I mean, right now I have no. It's too early. Well, it's, it's funny. I mean, they, G, they, G's they, already they, made a guess, but I'll, I'll let right. you guys speak first. It seems like the. The what's the the girl's name? The main character, Chanel. No, no. Um, Grace. Oh. Grace. Yeah. Yeah. So it seems like very likely that she's the baby, and that her father just lied to her about her age. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean that. I mean that's a, a it's as good a guess. I mean, it's just a weird jump that you made, oh, oh, considering oh, that she's saying that. I mean, again, we know she's only being told when she was two, but she's saying that her mother died when she was two. So I mean, that would be a really big. You know, surprise for right. us to find out. But again, nothing she, invalid. Yeah. How would she know? She, I, right, she's just going on what's said. I mean, you would yeah. think that maybe neighbors would know as well or something like that. But again, we'll also remember, a good guess as any. You know, the wife and the wife, the lawyer, not my wife, Gigi. Mm-hmm. I think that she might be the killer because she said something about um, my therapist talked to me about uh, talked to me about being me. stuck in the nineties. Stuck in the nineties because of a uh, traumatic experience. Oh yeah, so it's possible. Easily be that. I mean, and, even though she seems far older than twenty, but you know, again. She just could seem that way. Yeah. It's for me. It's too. It's too early because we don't know yet if they're going to introduce any more characters. Right. So you know, I mean, until I see all the characters that we, we are listing as main characters, I you know, like like for instance, in the MTV Scream, I knew I, I'm trying to think if the character was introduced in the second or third. I think it was the second episode. There was a particular character introduced, and the moment that was introduced, and it felt like that they had settled on all the characters. I'm like. I know exactly who it is the killer was. And I was right. I knew exactly who it was by the second episode. Okay. You know, even though they did their best to hide it. So I, I just need to see. Uh, did you see my appearance in the show? Oh, were you there? Yeah, I was nameless officer number six. Oh. I was. I, you could see my arm. I was the one that's pulling the tape across. Oh, you're very good at that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, very good. It was. I mean, did you shave your arm for that one? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, they actually had to like wax it down and everything. They're like, we, we need it smooth so that it looks normal. Yeah. Um. Well, one of the things that, that we were talking, that me and G were talking, we were talking about a couple of things that were going on, but um, who do you think is creepier, neck brace or, um, oh, what's the name of the, um, what's the name of Chanel's boyfriend or pseudo boyfriend? Oh, uh, Pete. Oh, Pete, yeah. The, who, who is creepier with, with the necrophiliac? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, no, you're talking about, I'm sorry, Chanel's boyfriend. Chanel's yeah. boyfriend, yeah. Oh, um, that's uh, Chad. Thank you, Chad. Yeah. yeah. So who do you think is creepier, neck brace or Chad? <laughs> I don't know. It's a. Uh, Neck brace, uh, definitely neck brace. It's, I mean, it's hard to, but uh, but neck brace is really kind of up there. I mean, she's just so freaking weird. She's talking about. Can I call you mom? Yeah. All of us. <laughs> <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> Chad's just like, oh, first time I had a bonus when I saw a dead body. <laughs> when I watched his death, faith, faces of death. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Another thing I was very surprised they pulled off is the joke when they said, uh, "Is it Zaday or Zayday?" Um, when when they're talking with her about um. You know, I think they're putting the marks on their body, mm-hmm. and they're saying, "Oh, Liv, you have to go upstairs and get a, oh, a white, uh, white, white um, eyeliner. eyeliner." I was waiting for her to say it. I actually was waiting because I'm like, "Oh, good, you did go there." I was happy I'm like, <laughs> I, because I was, they haven't been because otherwise that would have been like you pulled back now. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> you pulled back or pulled out either way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I was. That's what I'm saying. Like I was very 
I wasn't expecting them to just go there. I mean, and they're like having fun. I mean, it's like, yeah, we're going to just make fun of everybody. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm really into it. Oh, you like it too, Riley? Uh, I know you're awake for the whole thing. <laughs> Anything you guys want to add before we go to ratings? Mm-mm. So, I'm, what kind of campus is this where you can freely hit golf balls at hippies? I want to know because I want to go to that college. Wallace University. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, you see these guys literally hitting golf balls at hippies. Yep. Well, I mean, let's put it this way. It's a campus with a serial killer roaming around freely and people not caring that much. So I guess you really, to relax, you should be able to hit golf balls to anybody. (laughs) And and how does that security guard not get fired when she left her friend's body? She just tossed it out and kept on going. No, no, no. She screamed, drove, stopped, (laughs) and dumped the body out. I I don't blame her. Wait, how should she get fired? Her friend wasn't supposed to be there. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, hey, you weren't supposed to be there. Good point. Good point. <laughs> kind of sick. That's that's the that's tight flight. That was just so funny. That's top flight security, Craig. Yeah. <laughs> top flight security. Now I don't have a gun, but here's my number. <laughs> yeah. now, not directly to my number. That was because funny. my cell phone's been dis- 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 shut off. <laughs> that no, no, the funny was that he, she built up all the numbers. And then she was called because of my cell phone. But I was like, wow, yeah, they went there like, too. My cell phone's been shut off. I was like, oh my god. Like she was a great. Um, she was a great comparison to Zayde, who's the yeah. intelligent black woman. Da, 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 da. So, and again, they just when they went for the stereotypes. I mean, come on. You know, as much as people could make fun, well, you know, why does she have to be such a, you know, ghetto-y stereotype? Well, then, but, you know, there's no real white people that are like Chanel either. I mean, you right. know, like, I mean, they went to that extreme. You get this extreme. That I'll get. I mean, they were equal opportunity. Yeah. I mean, gay, straight, Oh, lesbian, they went for it black, all. white. Oh, my God. Boone, Nick Jonas's Boone. Oh, my God. <laughs> are you going to touch my boner? Are you going to touch my wiener again? <laughs> no, I no. promise I'm not going to touch your wiener. Are you going to touch my wiener? Uh, no. <laughs> but look at she goes, look at, what are you doing? He's got a huge boner. <laughs> Boone. No, I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> you just need to get over it. I can't help it. If women love me. Guys love me. Yeah. <laughs> you, love you, me. you just can't get over the fact that everyone wants to be with me. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, that was just, like I said, it was just a real, I found it really funny and really well done. So I'm looking forward to it. And like I said, I'm glad that it's not, if this, if this wasn't already known to be an anthology show, it, then it would be like, this show won't last because you couldn't do five years if you wanted to of one killer on one campus. Right. It would just make no sense, you know. I agree. I mean, you talked yeah. about it. Uh, we talked about it earlier this week. So yeah. about it being an anthology show. Yeah. And, then, you know, that's really good. That, yeah, I mentioned that in the synopsis that, like, you know, supposedly, I mean, who knows if it's every survivor or however many there will be, but I, uh, I had read that the survivors of this show, some of them will go on to the next show, but they'll move somewhere else. So, so that'll probably also be kind of the end joke of like sequels. Oh, we've survived that. We moved somewhere else, and now there's another killer. <laughs> you know. And I'm wondering if they're going to do it like Scream, where the original characters that carried over to the second one died. Well, that's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping is that that's how they'll clean house. And again, you don't want to make it regular either so that you expect it, but just like, fine, if, if three people come over, maybe two of them die. And in fact, you know, if Grace is not the killer, for instance, and but yet if she's considered the lead, then maybe she'll die. Like, you know, like, right. like you know, you don't, I don't want predictability. I want to be like, oh my God, I don't you, know what's going to happen. You want it to be like Game of Thrones. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Anybody <laughs> could die any moment. Yeah, that's what it should be. Isn't that the same thing with The Walking Dead? Yeah. Yeah, but we all know Rick's not going to die. Well, yeah, we, we don't know. I, they better not kill Rick or Glenn <laughs> or, or uh, Carol. Sp- spoilers, read the book. How about, how about Maggie or Carol? Oh, Maggie can go. I like Maggie. But, you know. Carl? You want to kill Carl? Oh, Carl, my God. Carl ain't going to go anywhere. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm almost ready to kill myself just to come back as a zombie and kill him. Wow. <laughs> Tyrese, is he dead? 
Yes. Ty, yeah, Tyrese oh, has been dead. God, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> if only he had died by falling from a high building onto Beth. That would have been like a, the best show ever. <laughs> Beth is alive? No, she's dead. Oh, okay. Are you, wait, you're, you're talking about all these names. Are you starting to watch? No. Yes, you are. <laughs> never. Yes, you, he's starting to watch, Mike. Never. <laughs> yep. Never, mm-hmm. ever. We, we, we crossed one over. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Ratings for Scream Queens, Mike. Um, I also give this an eight and a half. Shandell, why you got a knife sticking out your throat? <laughs> out of ten. <laughs> that was one of my favorite lines. <laughs> All right. I'm going to give it a three and a half, being a teen idol and getting killed on the show immediately out of five. That's because they couldn't afford her fee. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I, think, I think they somewhere said that she might be back. She's probably like filmed for... You know, flashback Who, episodes. Ariana Grande? Yeah, I'm sure yeah. she probably is. Well, her and Nick Jonas, I'm like, wow, you got a bunch of like, you know, these singing celebrities yeah. on. Wow, you know, pay good money for that. Ralph? I give it seven. What? Out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there you have it. Muppets and Scream Queens. I have nothing to add about that. <laughs> we'll be back with more. Meanwhile, 22 pages later, after I find another um, bear joke. So you've watched Daredevil twice? Sure, you're going to pass judgment, Mr. I Love Barbed Wire. Hey, Grumpy Oldman, we're recording a commercial here. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're just mad because we're not talking about your all-time favorite movie, Tomcats. Isn't that only watched by 12-year-old girls? Ralph is a 12-year-old girl. Have you not seen him? Hey, that's a good movie. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Hey, guys, this is The Cap here with Mike the Finance Guy and Ralph the Tech inviting you to join the conversation from the show. We know you love Doctor Who, superheroes and their villains, gaming and TV and movie watching, but you need some very honest reviews from some very funny guys. So why don't you join in the conversation? Check out our Facebook page where you can like it and even leave a comment. And if you want to share it with your friends, our podcast is located on iTunes and also on SoundCloud. Because you hear what they say, great comic book debates are better in numbers. Now back to the show. Can't wait for us to make new commercials. Yeah, when's that going to happen? We can do it today. I don't give a fuck. All right. All right. Not today. <laughs> Aw, come on, Mike. Please. Yeah, you should have warned me of that. Oh, goodness. I, I'm sorry. I have to put creativity oh, into everything Oh, I do. come on. <laughs> come on. Anyway, well, Mike will maybe change his mind later. All right. Um, let's go to the second half of the show. And the next show we're going to be talking about is Minority Report. For those who are like, wasn't that a movie? Mike, hit him with the synopsis. The more you weigh, the harder you are to kidnap. Stay safe. Eat cake. (laughs) (laughs) That has nothing to do with the show. That was just something somebody sent me. (laughs) Somebody Somebody sent you that? Yeah. (laughs) It's a public service announcement from MFG. Just letting you know. Alrighty. um, The Minority Report uh, TV series is based on the 2002 movie of the same name, which starred Tom Cruise, and it's also based off of the 1956 short story by Philip K. Dick. Alrighty. uh, Set 11 years after the events of the Minority Report feature film, the series stars a short police officer searching for killers and finding possible romance with a secretive man. Now, surprisingly, the officer is not played by Tom Cruise, but rather a woman. Uh, our intrepid cop with a cooch teams up with a precog <laughs> with a penis whose sixth sense allows him to see soon-to-be-dead people. Fortunately, he does not appear to be haunted by Haley Joe Osmond's long-dead career. Wow. Uh, this is starring Stark Sands as Dash, Megan Good as Detective Lara Vega, Nick Zano as author... Uh, Laura Reagan as Agatha Lively, Wilmer Valderrama as Will Blake, Daniel London as Willie the Caretaker, and Lee Jun Lee as Akila. Okay, all right, let's go into it. Minority Report. A killer? Akila. A killer. Okay. Yeah, Akila. Um, all right, so let's get into it. Minority Report. What did, I'm, 
I was going to say, what did Use you expect? Use your words. Use your words. I, I had five sentences coming in at one time. Now I'm going to pick one. All right. Um, did you expect this to be a little bit different or, or a different spin on the movie? Because from what I from from what we're understanding, the movie is what eight years from the actual the the, the, the TV show is eight years from the movie, right? No, I just said eleven years. It's eleven, eleven. Sorry, I knew. <laughs> and you talk sorry. about me not listening. <laughs> yeah, but I but when when do you catch me not listening? Not very All often. Now, yeah, one, now, one time, one time. All right. So what about that other time? Shut up. And that other one. Shut up. <laughs> Who sees the Romero? Shut the fuck up. There we go. <laughs> Oh, that's that, horrible. That's yeah, bad. that's really a that bad, bad one. I apologize. <laughs> um, what I'm just trying to say, I was the question I wanted to throw out there, I'll just throw out the statement that I was trying to get out there, is that it felt very paint by the numbers, this show. Yeah. It, I mean, it was still cool. There was a lot of really cool little tricks they showed about their world and you know how the world has changed and whatever, but very paint by the numbers, buddy cop kind of um, show. Yeah. Nothing too different. Well, that's what I, said, I think I said to you, I said to anyone that asked me when I, after I saw it what I thought, I enjoyed the show. I just found it very standard. I mean, it was just a very standard opening episode uh, with, you know, fun future tech elements sprinkled around. But, it, you know, it was nothing that just made me go, I can't wait to the second episode. I, I might watch it. Probably not. But it didn't, dra- it didn't grab me into it. Um, I didn't hate the episode. I, you know, it was just standard. All right. Yeah. Ralph, what, what about you? What do you think? It reminded me of another TV show. I believe it was called True Calling. True Calling. That show it? started off though. I love that show though. That was the one where she she uh, the dead people talk to her and then she sees Help their me. last moments. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So, well, we go back twenty four hours and she try and save them. Yeah. Okay. So like she, she would never know their their name or anything, just like their their last moments. So there was what it reminds me about is because uh, apparently she's like one half of another. So there's like the the other person actually sees like the person knows everything about them their their name like everything about their life. Oh wow! Okay, so that's like with, with this with Dash and his, and, and, and the his other brother, pre-cog, right? His brother is the only one that gets Arthur is the only one that gets the names, and then Dash sees like how they're gonna die and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. But I actually quite enjoyed this, and and you know me, anything with future tech, I'll be like, yeah, yeah fuck that. Show yeah, me that yeah the tech was good, but I mean, you, you try to tech it up, and the story is kind of like you know, one plus one equals two. If it's very elementary, then you know, it's just yeah. a really jazzed up elementary story. Even though it wasn't a big thing, they just overshot. I really love the train. My question is the, the way okay, that train yeah. broke apart at different and parts then, yeah. and then other parts connected. But I mean, that has nothing to do with the story and it wasn't even used in the story. But That's visually. Yeah. Yeah. My question is, so apparently they got rid of all like meant like cerebral technology or anything because like they didn't have any way yeah. to access this. It's the stuff that we're going to have to be filled in. I mean, well, they did remember at the caretaker's place. Yeah, but because remember the whole program has been because it was him, right? But remember the whole program has been taken apart yeah. since the movie. Yeah, yeah, but even before that, I remember in the movie there were like parlors where people would have like virtual stuff where they like they would think they were seeing that because it was like playing out in their minds. Oh, I guess I mean I don't remember the movie well enough. I have to watch it again. But um, yeah. I, you know, but they I guess this is stuff that they didn't want to introduce because they needed the plot point of they had to go here to, to the right because yeah. yeah. then yeah. otherwise you're gonna say well why why did they go to one of these parlors? Just gone to Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> Um, get a coffee in a virtual lane. Exactly. <laughs> um, it's funny that Fox decided to have another another person of color to lead or be a, a major role She's in one of the new shows. Oh, Megan Good? Megan Good's fantastic. Love Megan Good. Come on, Mike. Even you got to say she's hot. <laughs> she's hot. She's all right. I guess I'm put on the spot. <laughs> now, um, I mean, I think Megan Good was pretty good in the show. But like I said, it just felt very like, you know, every other cop show that they have. Yeah, that's true. Like if, if yeah. you put, if you put um what's was the name of that show with um Malik Yoba New York Undercover if you put New York Undercover in the future that's what this was 
yeah. and have somebody who could um, look into the future. That's what it was. But it wasn't bad. I mean, it, it was. Oh, by the way, um, um, Wilmer Valderrama. What the hell is he doing? First, he's in Dust Till Dawn, the series. Now he's in this. He's, he's, getting, he's getting paid. He's he's getting ser- <laughs> and he's getting serious work. He's not doing yeah. the comedy stuff he was doing before. He's, he's getting paid. He's <laughs> getting pizzade. He yeah. doesn't want to be the, the known as that guy from the 70s show. Seriously. I, I just know him as that guy. I said Kutcher's <laughs> bitch. You know. um, but no, he's fun. In it. You know, it's, but I actually like him in From Dust Till Dawn better just because he's got more character to his character. Right now, he's just that typical, I'm, I move up at, at any way possible, and I'm a douche kind of a guy. You know? <laughs> yeah. Do, do, you see, do you see any um, possible love interest between him and um, the Megan Good character? Well, they you were. mean there were in yeah. love. Yeah. But I mean, but come on, second act, they already had her and that guy, uh, her and Dash falling in love. I'm like, yeah. why are you rushing this? This is the first episode. <laughs> this, this is insane. <laughs> Maybe that's the sale of this show's not going to last long. Well, I mean, that. that to me is what it always feels like. But I mean, you know, you shouldn't think that you should know that. Then why would you bother to show the show? <laughs> like, you know, that's what it feels like. But, but yeah, I, I, that annoyed me actually was the instant love interest. And I'm like, you met this guy a day and a half ago. What the hell? Are you that hard up? <laughs> He's not even that good looking. <laughs> yeah. According to grandma. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Mom loved him. Um, my biggest thing, though, oddly enough, was uh, it's the time. Like, I, I kept trying to, I kept making notes, and then I kept confusing myself, but then I would say, well, but if this is true, then the other doesn't hold. Okay, it, it, they tell you in the beginning, it opens in 2040. That's what we, we see in the very beginning. And you see that Abigail is whatever, I mean, Agatha is whatever age she is. You know, she's definitely older than the twins. And the twins are able to run without stumbling. So I'm assuming they're around five to seven, just somewhere in that range. Okay. I, you know, even like, five to seven. Then the story moves to 2065, because they tell us it's 2065. Right. Well, that would make Dash somewhere between 30 to 32 years old. Yeah. And he's clearly in his early 20s. Yep. You know, but then the show is supposedly set 11 years after the movie, but in the twins' flashbacks of when they were released, they were adults. Yep. Because it's the same actor as Dash right. in the tube, but that had to be 11 years prior. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, because in the movie, they were already adults right. in the two. So if, if he's already an adult in 2054 and he's 11 years older, then he, he'd be even older now. Like, you right. know, so I'm like, I, I'm very lost at whatever age. And then, um, so Dash said he was 14 when they put him in the milk bath and he was there for 10 years. So then that was 24. So that makes him 35 if he's out of the milk bath 11 years ago. You see, that's why I'm, I was getting very. You're, you're fucking with me now. Yeah, see, that's, what I'm, that's what it was doing to me, and I'm not trying to do this. It, it kept when I watched it, I'm like, wait, what? And I had to keep rewinding it. So then, and then what got weird is the caretaker, who was the only human contact they had, right? He was happy and surprised to see Dash all grown up, right? But he had to be all grown up when he saw him. He saw him for ten years in the milk bath. Uh. <laughs> you know, you see what I'm saying? Like, so it was just really weird. And then Detective Vega. Um, and Akila, and when they're at the very first time at the crime scene, they're reminiscing that pre-crime. Remember, Akila says pre-crime was ahead of our way ahead, way ahead of our time, girl. Right. But then Vega says that the program ended sh- before she graduated. Yep. But the program had to end eleven years ago because it ended in nineteen fifty-four. But yet, th- that would mean she's in her late thirties, and I'm like, what the hell is this show? 2054 and 1954. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, 2054. But, you know, I'm like, so I'm really, I'm like, what year and what times? How old are you people? It's one of the things that, I mean, we, we've talked it's about. Fox. The, <laughs> exactly. It's Fox. Exactly. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, the show, I, I didn't expect to even like it this much. I, I like it enough to kind of like not bash it. 
Yeah. I'm not here. To, I mean, oh. that was my only big bash. <laughs> yeah. No, no. But, but what I'm saying is that I think that's what happens when you're doing things with time. Yeah. And future, you got to be careful on how things line up and where your characters well, are. And when, when you're relating, right? When they relate, if, if they had just said this is another, it's Minority Report, but it's just whenever, it's just in the future it, of another, the last. It's one. another set of precons. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah, that would have been easier to stomach because they could have just written their own rules. But right. this one, I'm like, but 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 but, <laughs> you know. Or, or I could have seen like if it's like the child of Agatha and one of the twins. Right, but they're yeah. not. I mean, they're clearly they keep saying that they are the only three that there ever were. You know. Um, the only other thing too, like, was the with the writing, like the 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 personalities of Agatha. She's quiet, contemplative, and wise. And you had Dash, who's naive and he's insecure. Right. That was fine. That seems believable considering their life, the, the life they led. But Arthur, he's suave, ladies, ladies man, aggressive businessman. Yeah. That makes no sense. You've been in a bat of water with them for ten years. Like you had no when, life. When did they show Arthur? Arthur is the suave. He's the brother. Yeah, but when did they show him? He's the brother they go visit when they need the, the address. He's the only other good, the good-looking male guy they go to meet. That's like in this this generic office, and he's like hitting on her. I already know your name. I already know your number. Oh, okay. Remember, and then at the very, very end, he goes back to see Agatha. He's like, you know, are you still having that same vision? Okay. That's Arthur. So okay. that's his twin, not identical twin, but just his twin. But think about it. They grew up completely in this tank. Yet he's like ladies' man, central business, and I'm like, well, that makes no sense, right? You know, it was just really, it was just that they wanted like three stereotype personalities and they gave him this one but it's like, it's like they built it without considering their story I, I was going to say that, uh, considering what he's been through it doesn't make sense no the only thing that would make sense is if he was trying to be a ladies man and right. failed exactly because then it's like well he's not in touch with um, inter- human interaction exactly so you know that makes sense right but if you make it like he's successful well I mean it obviously is because Agatha or if he's said, good looking but awkward right but remember Agatha even says he was like I'll get the information and Agatha's like yeah, but please just don't sleep with. Him. He's like, I'll do it whatever you know my way. You know, right. so evidently he sleeps with women all the time for whatever cause. So he's the suave ladies man, and I'm like, it really doesn't work. You know, it, like I said, it feels like they had, they had ideas and they just went, let's wrap it up in something everybody knows. Minority Report. You know? <laughs> <laughs> let's label it something else. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did find it was funny with the Simpsons uh, season seven seventy five spectacular. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny how Fox did a lot of um, little promotions here and there about, you know, like the, some of their products. Like in the beginning when you're watching, um, the, 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 what's the name of the other precog, um, the main one? Dash. Dash. When Dash is at the bar, if you see the back of his hat, what does it say? Mm. It's a baseball hat saying the World Series. I think it's like 2040 something. Oh, okay. And, and Fox is in charge of the World Series. Oh, okay. So I was like, oh. So it's funny with the Simpsons and baseball. I'm like, wow, they just throw all that stuff That's at you. It's kind of funny. Ralph, what, did you have any problems with the show? Or did, um, what was the problem for you in the show? My only problem is that I could never get anywhere near making, making good. Fo- making good. Okay. Yeah, all, all I was going to making Fox. I'm I, sorry. I was trying to sneak onto that set every day, but no, the damn security is too tight. <laughs> too tight. <laughs> no, I, I actually thought the, the show was pretty good. I didn't have any problems with it. And you know me. I, I love future. Yeah, you know, I know. Future tech and all that. And, and just the, the concept of it. I loved Minority Report. I don't care what anybody says. I, know, I, 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 I like the movie. I, I mean, actually enjoyed even it. Tom Cruise, it was, it was a good movie. And it's like, I've always been interested in like the, the concept of being able to tell the future. Like, you ever seen Early Edition? No. you never seen Early Edition? No, I haven't. I saw it before it came out. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like shows like that, like where, where someone like can see the future or something. I've always been interested in those kind of shows. Okay. I don't know why. It was like, it's, it's always like... It, they always mix it with it's like a cop drama, so. Yeah. 
One thing I'll, I'll suggest for you, if you really want to get close to Megan Good, here's the thing. See if she gets on the Muppet Show, and then you can sneak in as a bear. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my perum? <laughs> He doesn't care. Yeah, but he doesn't care. Okay, that was a mercy one. <laughs> he's giving me the look as he's pressing, like fucking. <laughs> now, you, see, it would have been better if you've been like, uh, wait till she does Comic Con and you can sneak in as a Wookie. Wow. <laughs> he improved. He tried to improve my joke and made it worse. I made it better. <laughs> you make a lot of things better, Ralph. That joke was not it. <laughs> All right, ratings for Minority Report, Ralph. I give it nine. I don't know. Just nine out of ten. It was awesome. <laughs> Did you see the look he gave? Like, he, he was giving me Megan Good eyes. Like, nine? I don't know, nine. Nine awesome <laughs> Megan Goods. <laughs> All right. I'm going to give it seven Fezzes in the show out of ten. <laughs> if Fez is the name of him on uh, uh, Wil- Wilmer Valderrama on that 70s show. Oh, okay. That's what yeah. Okay. Mike? I give it a seven and a half paralytic muscle morphers out of ten. I was going to use that analogy. Also. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The, 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 the mush, yeah, mushy face. That was kind of cool. I don't think where I've seen that before. Minority, Minority Report. Report. No, no, something else. <laughs> We're like, there, Minority there was, Report. No, there was another another sci-fi movie or show that using somebody to disguise their face. Mushy. Report Dave Minority. <laughs> well, t- t- did Total Recall use it? No, no, Total they had Recall a mask. The mask. The mask. That's what it was. Okay. Well, I know another show used it. All right. I, I know that would come in handy, like if you're trying to get away from your ex-girlfriend <laughs> or your current girlfriend, depending on your relationship. <laughs> Oh, my God. Wait, is that you? I don't know. I've never met you, ma'am. Okay, yeah. My boyfriend's not that ugly. His answer was going to be, no, that's not me. <laughs> and wow, that's why Ralph would have got caught. Way to, way to get caught, Sherlock. <laughs> wait, is that you? No, I don't know who you are. I'm, I'm not it's Sherlock. Not I'm Ralph. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm not Ralph. <laughs> is that you? I don't know who you are, Gigi. <laughs> all right. And last, but certainly not least, I, this, I think this has been the big buildup of all the shows. Heroes Reborn. And for me, this, I mean, when Mike says this synopsis, I'll be listening very carefully because I'm somebody who did not see the original series. Compared to the other time when you weren't listening, right? I'm always listening. You're the other one that, you said that? We're like, we said that five weeks ago. I wish we had a rewind button right here. Oh, please. You need it more than anybody. <laughs> and um, synopsis, Mike, hit it. All right. All of Heroes Seasons 1 through 5. Go watch it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Heroes Reborn is a follow-up to the once popular TV series Heroes, which ran for five seasons from 2006 to 2010. Original series creator Tim Kring has returned as executive producer. Both series revolve around ordinary people who somehow acquire extraordinary abilities and how they use these gifts. Heroes Reborn is currently marketed as a 13-episode miniseries. So just FYI, that is not marketed as a it's going to be on every year. Right. I guess they're just testing the waters because it really did get shaky at the end. All right, synopsis. Taking its title from one of Marvel's saddest marketing attempts of the 90s, Heroes Reborn attempts to add Viagra where the original show flaccidly flopped out. (laughs) A few years after the cheerleader from Heroes revealed the existence of Evos, a.k.a. evolved humans, to the world, hundreds, perhaps thousands of new Evos are in the world. But when an attempted peace conference between Evos and humans goes horribly wrong and hundreds die on both sides, the superpowered population is being hunted, jailed, or killed around the world. Are the Evos the next phase of human evolution, or has something provided powers to the individuals in order to save the world from an approaching apocalypse? And I don't mean the one by Fox. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right. We're starring Jack Coleman as Noah Bennett, Zachary Levi as Luke Collins, Judith Shaconi as Joanne Collins, Robbie A.K. as Tommy Clark, Gatlin Green as Emily Duvall, 
Kiki Sukizani as Miko Otomo, Toru Uchikado as Ren Shimosawa, Ryan Guzman as Carlos Gutierrez, Henry Zabrowski as Quentin Frady, Francesca Eastwood as Molly Walker, and Danica Yash as Melina. All right. And who was Melina? That was the girl we saw at the very end. Ah. Uh, if you're just wondering. Thank you. And thank by you. the way, normally I do a run through of a lot of things over and over just so that I can sound right. That was the first time I read through all those names. I am surprised I did not stumble over those damn names. I'm like, I just said Kiku Suki. You know, I'm like, I'm like wow, that came out right. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll give we'll give Mike the uh, the cap um, tongue title, a non tongue title award. See, I just did it right there. <laughs> all right, so heroes were born. Um, I'll start it off like this: Were you did the beginning, and I think this is more for Mike than for Ralph. I don't know if you read this before. Um, the beginning with um, the evils coming together and then the bomb going off or, or the, the terrorist threat happening. Did it feel like Civil War to you? Yeah. It felt very much like it oh, was yeah. taken like, right from the pages of Civil right. War. Are you familiar with that, Ralph? I have it downloaded on my computer. I'm going to read you it. Need, I, I don't even want to spoil it for you, but... Well, that wasn't a spoil. Yeah. I mean, that's just how it starts. But, off, but the beginning but. of Civil War begins with um, uh, 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 heroes fighting, but it's a little different. Heroes are fighting villains to save a town. And, Not um, even town. They were just actually they weren't even fighting. They were trying to capture them. It was they were doing a reality show about oh that's right heroes the, following the Warriors, villains. Right. right, it was a new warriors reality show. So they were they were thought they were going to take down these heroes really fast, and it turns out that they got the fight got really involved, and they were near a schoolyard playground, and this guy Nuclon who's able to explode um, blows up. I mean he, he lives when he does it. He blows up, and six hundred and fifty two people die. Holy shit, including yes. children. So that should get you involved in Civil yeah. War. But bringing it back to Heroes, um, th- that same kind of um, with all of them um, together and right. then this explosion happening. Right. Well, you need a big enough event that's affecting enough people that government or governments will get involved in and make a decision. Not saying they'll make the right one. Or the viewer care about. Make right. the viewer care about. Well, I mean, I watched that and I'm like, okay, you have my attention. I mean, seriously, I, I actually <laughs> said it to the TV set. I'm like, you have my attention right now. You know, that was quite an opening. What did you think about the opening? I thought it was pretty good, but I... I from the moment I saw the explosion and then when it cuts to, like, in the future, mm-hmm. and they're showing, like, the people escaping, whatever, right. I, I was thinking, no, nah, no, nah, something else is happening there. That's not, what's the whole story? Well, Come that on. is the whole story as far as them being captured. I mean, you know, no, no, around I mean, like, the with world. The, with the explosion. Right. Yeah. Oh, you know it's something else I'm, going I'm on. I'm like, yeah. Some, well, first of all, something's like, going on there was there. a huge, it was, I mean, this this ominous shadow that went over the entire area. Yeah. Right. Which is interesting that, like, you know, that's, I mean, granted, we're still building story, but, you know, I can't... It's, it, it'll be interesting to see what it is because depending on where they go with the story or how they try and go about it, yes, fine, all the people there or almost all the people there died because Noah wasn't the only one who survived because we, when we saw Noah pulling out of the, ru- yeah. the rubble, rubble, we saw other people wandering around too. Zachary Levi's right, character. Yeah. So even if, if other people survived and unless we're to believe that the Haitian wiped out all these people's memories, it's like, well, someone had to go and then there's this huge something <laughs> that came over the entire thing, you know. Yeah. And then, even if not that, there, it, it, if it was big enough to cast that kind of shadow, people around the town had to see it. Yeah. So right. it's just interesting that, like, that that's kind of scaring me of what this is going to become because it's like it's a big ass cover. Yeah, it's like this is too large to go. Like we're just covering this up, and and only Noah knows what goes on. You know, it's like right. everyone had to see whatever that thing was. You know, oh. you know what it was? It was Peter. Actually, he comes back. He's a lot fatter now. <laughs> he's just, so he's just really big. <laughs> yeah, he, he was blocking the sun. He's like, "Hey guys, I'm here!" <laughs> and then he farts. <laughs> so that it? Yeah. What's Forget, with forget me gas? Yo, <laughs> toilet humor, I swear to God. Um, for for well, those, they showed up on June thirteenth, so I thought it was like the spaceship showing up. Wasn't this uh, Independence Day? No, you're too early. 
Um, for those who are like me and not seeing the first set of heroes, there's no one out there that hasn't seen it. There's He's a bunch of people who haven't seen. Dude, you have people who haven't seen Batman sixty six. Look, look to my left. Uh-huh. <laughs> Joey's no, gonna come back to that, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Yes. There's no. There's <laughs> no. I've seen the there's, no there's no nerd listening to this podcast that has not seen heroes. Okay. Challenge. I've, I've Challenge s- accepted. <laughs> I've seen the Pharaoh dance. All right. So it's I not the Pharaoh dance, it's the Batusi. Thank you. Whatever. See, he and, and that's only wrong. because I put it up on the site. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I saw that actually on Hollywood Babylon. Babylon? I thought it was a podcast. Yeah, Hollywood Babylon. No, but they, they, oh, they, oh, they, when they did the home show? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I'm like, I thought that was a podcast. Yeah, it's a podcast, but they do, they do oh, a home okay. show. Wow. Which well, no, if you go to their website, you can see, like, they Is talk about Is this their stuff. show? Okay, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let me th- let me throw it out there. What I'm what I was trying to say all the way from the beginning, how this whole um, debate started, was that for those who have not seen Heroes, and you can raise your hand if you haven't. Um, Go ahead, raise your hand, Cap. I, I both hands are up. Um, not not, not literally. Um, <laughs> so then they're not shit. <laughs> you don't want to know where they've been <laughs> cleaning up poop. <laughs> His own <laughs> guys. <laughs> Is there a point to this? <laughs> you keep derailing me. Well, what I'm saying is that um, for the viewer, for the viewer who hasn't seen um, Heroes yet, do you have to have you needed to watch the first Heroes in order to, no, to watch the no, show? Not really. Not, no. not so far. That's why we were. I mean, he's asking, but we were also talking about this before uh, you showed up, Ralph. And I, and I just said, I mean, the Haitian. He ex- they explained what he did really fast, so you don't need to know. I mean, you, and you also could tell that Noah and the Haitian had a history and that they liked each other, so you didn't need to know what happened in their history because it was unimportant to the story. And Molly Walker, they just explain real fast what she does, but she can locate other superpowers. Yeah. I mean, her story wasn't even that interesting when they introduced her in there, and that's all they used her for then was as a pawn. Mm-hmm. That was it. Like, that's everything that referenced the past. Like, that was it. So, mm-hmm. right now, at least, you don't need to know anything more. Yeah, okay. If, if you've seen the shows, then some of the stuff that happens, it's like a, a nod. It's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, I know what that is. Well, like, well, like I saw, he, I mean, like I said, I've seen a couple of the shows. So, I've yeah. seen Hero. So, when they, when, they, when they showed Hero in the coming episodes, right. and they showed the, the security guard guy, the, the psychic. Mike, Matt. Mike, Mike, whatever. Um, Portman, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so, when they when they showed him, I was like, oh, okay. But that's what made me think. Do you have to... No, seen the other shows to, to know like it. If, if you've seen the shows, you understand what Primatech is. You know, when Noah says, I just sold paper, you understand that. Right. Um, well, well you, I, mean, I mean, even from the show, I mean, again, I don't know how much you may have been listening to it. Like, Primatech was this place that was blown up. Right. But he kept saying that when I worked for Primatech, I was only a salesman for their paper. It was supposed, it was, it was a place that, it was his cover that he worked for Primatech, which was like a, a paper dealer for offices. Like, okay. office paper dealer. That's all. And then, uh, so you understand that. You know who the Haitian is and what he did. You would understand that. You would understand the whole thing with the glasses. Oh, when, 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 when he Noah's, gave him the glasses. When Noah's glasses, yeah. yeah. You, you would understand all that. Uh, you would know who Molly Walker was, because like, she was like a main part of one story where she she was how Primatech uh, found anyone with powers. Because her powers, anyone she thinks of, she knows where they are. Gotcha. Right. So Okay. Yeah, um, and then, like, upcoming... Um, upcoming or already have so we already have had the Haitian we're right. going to have Hiro Nakamura's be there we're yeah. going to have uh, Micah Sanders Micah was Ali Larder's son okay because her husband was black so this is like a half black half white yeah. child so uh, Micah and he can control machinery he can tell it what to do mentally um, we have Matt Parkman who's the psychic Mohinda Shiresh which will be interesting to see if he still has any power left because the last we saw it didn't seem like he had his powers right because oh. weren't they didn't he inject himself to get rid of them to get rid of that Chemical, I think he no. He injected himself to get the powers. Well, he injected himself to get powers originally. Yeah. But remember, then there was this whole scheme, 
and I I remember him injecting himself with something, and I thought that because remember they finally had figured out how to get rid of powers, and I thought he injected himself to, uh, to become normal, but to get rid of the the chemical or something because that would have told them how to duplicate it. I, I don't, don't I really don't remember. I don't remember. And then either. the only other person that's listed, and I'm curious to see how they're going to do it. They have Angela Petrelli listed, and I thought she died. Yeah, didn't she? So they may just have her in flashback. I mean, but they have the actress listed is, as Angela Petrelli coming is, uh, back. Is Hayden Panettiere's character? Claire? No, she's not even listed. She's Dude, dead. she's got her own show on another network. Yeah. I, I doubt they could actually legally even get her over there. Oh, okay. but, and which, which is what I hate that they're doing that whole, oh, Claire died. No, she didn't really die. Oh. And it's like, so basically we're going to be chasing somebody that we can't ever see. Yeah, and then, <laughs> you Because know? if you understand Claire, Claire is immortal. Her okay. power is rapid healing. She's like Wolverine. Okay. Right, the only way... And regeneration, yeah. not just healing. Yeah, so, like, she doesn't li- really die. The only way, like, you could, like, take her out for a while is if you put something in her brain. But the moment you take it out, she's back again. But depending on, like, what type of explosion it was, and it's... I mean, it seems like you saw the bodies. I mean, since you saw bodies, it would be unbelievable that she's dead. I mean, if you yeah. told me that it vaporized people, I'd be like, oh, yeah, she could, she could she's be gone. dead. Right. But, I mean, the fact that we saw dead bodies, I'm like... Well, he even he should just go. Yeah. My daughter couldn't possibly be dead. That's impossible. Right, <laughs> and then, like, her blood actually heals other people too. Oh wow! Because yeah. there's in, in in heroes, Noah Bennett was dead, like like dead. flat flatline dead, and they used her blood to bring him back. All right, so um, what I was going to ask you guys was, out of all the, the the stories that they came out with, which one for you was the most interesting? Hmm. Out of all the characters they put out. The, the the kid that could warp people out. Thomas. Yeah, Thomas. Teleport. Yeah, he that that was pretty cool. I, I I didn't think it was gonna be cool, um, in the beginning, and then when he when those two two people came after him. Yeah, I thought because in the in the previews it made it seem like he like opens up like a wormhole or, or like a black hole. Because right. if you remember in Heroes, there was that one guy who used to create black holes, right? And he never knew where the things went, right? So, so I thought it was something like that. But then when they explained that it, it was actually teleporting and wherever he thinks right but i mean he probably still is creating a black hole i mean but it's probably not that intense obviously but it's because i mean they're pulling back to a point yeah in space so he is they're not just disappearing they're being sucked into something and Mm -hmm. then reappearing um yeah at no point did i believe that they were killing them i I, it's just not that heroes wouldn't go there or something like that as a story it's just that he was a kid and i'm like they're not going to go there with that you know um even though that would have been interesting psychological drama uh I don't know. My so far out of what we've seen, actually, I just think the conspiracy is the most interesting thing. Like right now, okay. no one's story, you know, like is interesting me enough in that in the two hour episode, you know, to, to go with it yet. Um, you know, uh, like the 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 are they supposed to be yeah, the husband and wife? Yes, that yeah. are killers. I mean, they're interesting, but they're part of you know, it's only interesting to a point. Because it's just like, well, you're seeking revenge. I mean, you yeah, know, they're not part yeah. of. I yeah. thought at first they were like part of some organization that's trying right. to kill people, but it's just like, nope, we want revenge because you guys killed our son. Right? Are you serious? Right. Come on, yeah. come on. And, it, and it's a. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's really. It's like, wait, wait, Ralph saying, come on. Because yeah, I mean, it, it just seems. I, I mean, it's just so over the top of yeah. reason. Like, it's not like they went, for instance, just to give a number. There was a thousand people there. Right. 990 died, 10 are alive, and five of those were Evos, and they're hunting down those five because they say that, well, you lived, you must have known. I'm, it's, it's stupid logic, but you can understand that from a grieving parent. Yeah. You're just telling me now you're just killing Evos, period, yeah. because your son died? I mean... I, I could <laughs> you know? understand if it's like uh, government agencies that's like targeting exactly. specific Evos because they're saying, okay, these this one's a rebel inciting people to rebel. This one is a killer killing people this way this one's doing this 
if mm-hmm. it's like that and they're like, okay, we're out to kill only these people, then fine. It's like, oh, we signed up because they killed our son. That's That could be their secondary motive, you know? Right. Yeah. But if they're, like, driven because of an agency, then I can understand that. Right. But just sheer revenge and it's like, oh, we're hunting out specific people. We're not hunting out anybody specific. Right. Anyone that's an evil, we're going to kill. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just, yeah, I mean, and I agree with you. I mean, you know, we're, we're in agreement on that. It's just, it's so over-the-top hatred that I'm like, and, and especially... Okay, and if you're going to go with that, fine, but then you have to stick with it, meaning you don't go that... Because obviously this is not their first round of killing people. Yeah. So that suddenly it's like, oh, well, he's a kid. Oh, now you have a heart? What? I, I'm sure a lot of these adults had children too. I mean, like, right. like, like, like now because it's one of our main story kids, now you're having a change of heart? It's just total bullshit. It's unbelievable. Yeah. You know, like, you know. I, at first I thought they were part of an organization. That's I thought, what that, saying, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I, I agree with that. You know, I, I thought yes, I think of, we all did, you know. Yeah, and I was like... No, they're just on their own. Yeah, I'm still waiting for maybe the, maybe them to be a twist. They are part of something, or, I, or maybe they were. Maybe one of the guys was at one point. Yeah, exactly. I, you know. I thought they were part of Prime Attack. Yeah, because my, my thing is, I'm like, you guys are a little bit too well polished as yeah. assassins to be fucking homegrown. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like maybe they were. Maybe, maybe one of them used to work for an agency or something. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'll wait to see. But that story, you know, doesn't interest me as much. Like I said, I think that the general conspiracy because I do want to know what's Prime Attack up to. You know, how are they using these? these heroes now that they're experimenting on them and blah, 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 blah. What set off the explosion? You know, I want to see that. Right. Um, the, the Gutierrez side, I mean, it's different because you're going to have like a person without powers that's going to try and lead that, them. That you it's don't know interesting. yet. Right. Well, I mean, he probably, you know, well, the thing is, if you're going to go with it without powers, then go with it because then that makes a point. But if you're going to do kind of like the Mahindra Suresh thing, which is now I suddenly have powers, it's like, well, or we've it, done that know, already. It, yeah. We don't. We don't know because he says that he's not. A, he's apparently he's a war hero. Right, but he's so, probably not. He's so, probably not deserving of it, or, or he doesn't feel he is. Or something happened, and maybe he feels that it, he didn't really do anything to deserve it. Yeah, but maybe it, a but, power did, or something. Yeah, maybe that's in very reality possible. he actually did, but he just doesn't realize what he right. did. That's right. very, very possible. Um, I mean, you never know. I mean, or his thing could be much more subtle. Maybe he has the power to inspire. I mean, I mean, you know, it sounds silly, but maybe that's what it is. You know, uh, the fact that his son, I mean, that his nephew can phase through objects is like, okay, you know, it just, it's not grabbing me yet, their side. Um, yeah. And you I, like, know, I like the mask, though. Oh, the mask is cool. No, the mask <laughs> I have, is I have really, really cool. I have cool. a thing about masks. Yeah. I just do. I yeah. like the mask. And he, you should always be in one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good suggestion, on. Mike. <laughs> I, I thought it was pretty interesting when he did, when he uh, was going after that cop and he left the mask on the ground. Mm-hmm. He, he went all Dark Knight on his ass. <laughs> yeah. So, d- I, I expected him to say, yeah, yeah, exactly. Mexican Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand Trigger. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I, it's funny because the, the uniform, even though it's a luchador mask, it kind of looked like Kick-Ass's mask. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I was waiting for Ralph to say something about Kickass. Oh, he wasn't a pussy like Kickass. <laughs> kind of oh how much you love Kickass. He wasn't a pussy like Kickass because this guy fucking <laughs> he he threw one. He threw one guy across the room. He said, "Fuck that!" Boom. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Ralph, because I already, um, I already know how Mike feels about this. What did you think about Katana Girl? I thought she was pretty hot. We're yeah, talking like, about the story. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I want to see where it goes because okay. I mean, obviously, there's a. There's a conspiracy that's going on in in Tokyo, right? And the fact that when she got to the tower in the in the game, and then she put the sword away, and ended up in the tower in the real world, right? So something's going on there. Which, which of course, once again, with TV shows in general, I mean, it's not just Heroes that does it, but since it is Heroes and this is their second rank, it's like, all right, Heroes, you're starting to do that weird thing. 
Um, and again, unless we found out there's purely just something only about that tower, because otherwise it's like, well, she traveled quite a bit in the game, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then got knocked unconscious, but appeared right back on the floor. Yep. So when she undid the sword in the tower, why wasn't she back at home? That's I, I thought about that <laughs> right, too. Right, because you're just like, well, why are you there? <laughs> you know. But is again, it, we're, well, well, we're, this is, is only it, episode one and two. We'll well, I'm, I'm just <laughs> I'm know? just throwing it out there. I was thinking maybe you know because when she got knocked out. That would be kind of like game, game over, like yeah. game over, and then she'd have started. Yeah, yeah very. I mean, again, very possible. It's just it does just beg that question since we didn't get an answer. It's my least favorite of the segments, um, only because again, well, also because it's adding another level of conspiracy, and we're just out the gate for God's sakes. I mean, yeah. we're not at episode ten; we're at episode one, and so far we have oh, the, so the one and two. I'm sorry, one and two. Uh, we have the killer husband and wife thing going on. We have the Noah Bennett conspiracy of what's going on. We have the 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 Japanese side of a conspiracy. Now they could be related. Again, we don't know. Um, plus, we have Primatech period conspiracy. And I'm like, this is a lot. And you only have 13 episodes. Don't forget the penny for your thoughts guy. Yeah, and the penny for your yeah. thoughts guy. Exactly. Um, that's, what, five things we just mentioned. And you have only 11 more episodes to tie it up. Go. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like, Michael Bendis, stay yes, away. I was just about to say, do not Michael Bendis me with, with episode 13. And here's an answer. You know. And the um, end. Nice bow. <laughs> um, also, my, my thing, and I had mentioned to these guys prior to the podcast, I am not a fan of, uh, again, we don't know if it's her power, the sword itself, or the father's power, but I don't like the fact that it's like your this power is to put you into a video game. I'm like, that's just kind of a, a lame power because it's, it's only a power that means anything in a world that has video games. Right. You know, it's just this weird power that you have that power. Well, I mentioned to Mike, you know, about, you know, the possibility that if there wasn't video games, maybe it's inanimate objects or maybe it's in games itself. But or, or stories I, like Ralph had said, like stories or something like that. But, 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 but I see, I totally see what you're saying. Yeah, it's just a weird one. Um, also, I mean, you know, I, I'm, you know, I often fight for, you know, the way women are portrayed and stuff like that. So, and, and different races. So, I, let me go for this one. It's also just so sad. It's like, okay, we're in Tokyo. All right. So she's katana girl. You just gave her a katana. Why don't you just have her do laundry as a side business as well? It was, <laughs> I mean, it was just, it was, I mean, I'm not being insulting to her. I'm just saying like, that's no, what no, I know like. like, like it's, it's like, really? Yeah. So she has, she knows really good karate. She has a katana and she's Japanese. Way to go there, writers. <laughs> I think I say, way to go, Fox. And like, <laughs> it might as well be. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, it was just, it was just so Standardly, well, uh, you know, like it just felt like thank you, DC, for giving me an Asian wow. character. <laughs> you know? My, it's funny how Mike's problems are that deep, and here's Cap's problems: the the the, the visuals of that fucking video game sucked. I was like, oh look, we're playing PlayStation One. <laughs> <laughs> that was my problem. Like I'm watching it, I'm like, who does these graphics? <laughs> See what happens was uh, the computer that she has has a really old graphics card, so it wasn't able to process it. From what 1987? <laughs> well, that was also like the thing too. And again, actually, I know yeah. that we're you know we need time for backstory, but her story, you feel like you're completely in the middle of a story, even though this is the first time we've ever seen her. Because think about it, we her father's been gone, and evidently long enough that she misses him, but not that long. like like okay, how long has he been gone exactly? Because this game is still being played a lot, evidently. Um, why did he hide this? Why didn't he just leave a note saying, hey, grab the sword? You know, like, like you hit it in a game that evidently she doesn't play. So if she didn't play it before... Never what? and has never heard of. Yeah, and never heard of it. So I'm like, your father did this game. Did you know what he did for a living, first of all? You know, because <laughs> it's not like it was a game hidden in his room and she puts it in and finds, oh, my God. It's like, no, it's a game that the whole world's been playing and, except and, for you and you've never heard of it. And he's also <laughs> written comic books about it, too. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I'm like, so it, it, that's the whole thing. It felt very sloppy. And again, these are your first two episodes. And I'm like, how did you screw up this introduction like this? Uh oh, Mike's getting nauseous. Bad writing's on its way. <laughs> you know, I don't like bad writing. I know it's, you just, don't. It's, it's just one of those things. And also, it was just like, too, like, okay, so even if it's been a few months, let's just say for the sake of argument, it could be a week, could be a day, but it seems longer. But let's say a few months. I understand, you know, you're closing off the room out of respect here and there, but the room was dust free. So you go in there often. That floorboard which isn't like nailed down you just never lifted it up <laughs> I see I see all these planks of wood that are dark brown and this one plank of wood green it's brown <laughs> it was green <laughs> with a symbol on it with a hole to get it up like you know what I mean like it I never will touch up. that yeah. well, she, well she's uh, and she makes it seem like she never walks into her yes, dad's study exactly and I'm like he's evidently missing wouldn't you have looked in there for clues like maybe he wrote a note <laughs> you know, going to get laundry hit your guts <laughs> or going to do laundry because you're not doing your job. <laughs> you guys. That wasn't an Asian. Uh, yeah, it was. All right. And now we apologize. Who's so sorry now? Oh. Who's so sorry now? <laughs> and now we apologize that's to every that's Asian country. Mike, that's almost as bad as N. John. <laughs> <laughs> almost as bad, but not quite. Uh. All right. Um, anything you want to add before we go to ratings? Uh, let's see. Tom, awesome. Katana girl, not too bad. Uh, Killer couple, mm. Noah Bennett. I want to see what's going to happen there. I'm very intrigued by what's going to happen with Noah Bennett. Molly Walker, all right, very hot. <laughs> I love his rating system because it has to do something with him being like a 15 year old boy. Yeah. She's hot. That's not hot. That's hot. That's not hot. I thought it was pretty cool. The 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 gambler guy, right? I thought he was pretty cool. The with the with the telekinesis, yeah, the smug guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then the the girl, the trust fund girl. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. trust fund. Shout out to AJ. He will never hear this either. <laughs> <laughs> That's a me and Mike joke. <laughs> all right. I, I knew something was up when I saw this. Like she's giving her a drink. I'm all yeah, yeah. You getting drugged? Well, you couldn't tell if she was like hitting on her hard yeah. or what. You know. Nowadays you never know. If this show was in the '90s. It, it'd be a little bit more clean cut to figure stuff out. Yeah. I would think anyway. All right. Yeah. Ratings for Heroes Reborn, Mike. I'm consistent with uh, pretty much all my ratings except for uh, the last one. I'm giving this one an eight and a half. I miss Peter Petrelli out of ten. I do miss Peter. <laughs> except for the way they ruined his power in the last year. I'm telling you, I have to watch this so I can get that reference. Yeah. <laughs> Ralph? I give it eight and a half. Where's Siler? No, oh. no. I actually was going to give it an eight and a half. They better not bring back Siler out of ten because that, they overdid that character. They ruined him. He was yeah, a gr- he was one of the greatest TV villains. Yep. Until they didn't get rid of him. Yep. And they just ruined him. Plus, the only good news, um, what's the guy? Uh, Zachary Quinto. Zachary Quinto is just too famous for them to possibly get him. I hope. <laughs> Unless they do something like he got a facelift, and then now this is not. Oh. <laughs> and that's almost what they did with him. Almost, really not a facelift. I mean, that's we'll talk afterwards. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna ask you about that. The, the telekinetic could be son of Siler. Oh, oh, oh Lord. no sons! Stop with the well, sons. Well, not that many years. <laughs> <laughs> a five year old menace. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure son of Sam wasn't some guy's name. Sam's son, you know. Oh God! Well, it was the dog that did it, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, also Polaris wasn't also the, the 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 daughter of Magneto either. Right. Yeah. And then she was. Then she wasn't. Then she was. Then she wasn't. Right. Yeah. We don't I, know. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and give it a seven. I'm glad Michael J. Michael Straczynski is not doing this oh, out of ten. Thank God. That's one thing I know for sure. I remember when the show came out, people were telling me, "Oh, J. Michael Straczynski's doing it." Now he was hot 
during that time, and he was doing Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I think because of... He was ruining Spider-Man, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, no, he was doing Spider-Man. Spider-Man didn't like it, though. He was doing Mary Jane <laughs> and <laughs> fucking up Spider-Man. <laughs> he was smoking weed while making Spider-Man? <laughs> I knew there was a reason that movie was like that. No, he was smoking that artificial weed while writing Spider-Man. <laughs> hey, too. <laughs> so, there you have it. Four new shows out on TV. ABC, Fox, and NBC. Now, I wonder how many of those shows we're going to continue watching. But you, don't go anywhere. Yeah, you, don't go anywhere. Because Geeks on the Go is next.